1: all realities simultaneously at any and every time. If I tap into the higher frequency, that the, the express lane, the HOV lane, yeah. right? Where that particular light spectrum is traveling, but the denser that you get, now we're dealing with identity, now mm. we're dealing with politics, mm. now we're dealing with history, mm. now we're dealing with all of the things that are earthbound, right, to deal with our experience here, which is, as you know, it ain't been that long, that's a fact. But it's entertaining and it's engagement. Why? Because of the um, faculty of stimulus. Mm. You know, we're feeling it. We swear right. it's real. Can't tell us no different. We even bring traumatized feelings from other past lives mm. into this one to refill it and say, "I got something to solve. I gotta deal with my past life issues." That was in your past. You know, you you you're a light. You know what I'm saying? That has traversed different time zones and dimensions again the the earliest light emanation now we are the latest iteration of that light coalesced in flesh having this experience it's just our space shoot but that memory is eternal and when this space shoot is up my energy is going to go on to the next iteration to, to the next experience i'm
2: 19 keys and this is high level conversation tap in with the gods Peace Family is 19 Keys, tapping in for another high level conversation. Today, I brought you a cosmic being. You understand me? One of the, who I like to call, adventures of the conscious community. See, a lot of you all may have seen a lot of conscious figures come out of this community over the last 30 years. You understand me? But behind the scenes and in front of the scenes, have there have been some champions bringing to light some of the most prolific thinkers to the frontier of our consciousness. This is the brother who was also one of the synchronization pastors when you talk about the law of 44. A lot of people want to talk numerology. They want to talk consciousness. They want to talk synchronicity. They want to talk chakras. They want to talk all of this liberation talk and things of that nature. But if you go to the catalog of this man, you will find the notes that he's already written the hymns that most people sing. You understand me? This is none other than the young God because he doesn't age. Because he understands that he is timeless. You understand me? And he has the ability to consistently reinvent himself throughout the ages. One of the few who has consistently made sure that he commands the forefront regardless of what new frontier happens. Whether it's on YouTube, whether we're in the streets, whether you're on the corner, whether it's events, whatever it is, this brother is always there helping, bringing in and administering some of the new spooks and messiahs of the culture. You understand me? This is also one of my business partners, my brothers. Somebody that I've toured around the world with, teaching higher consciousness to Black, Melanated, Moors, Israelite, Hebrew, Asiatic, original people all across this planet. This is none other than the God Himself, Mr. Blue Pill
1: 44. Oh, peace, my brother. honest. <laughs> I stand up for that. Yes, thanks my brother welcome to the show man indeed it's an honor to be
2: here man i want to jump right into it man um i want to talk a little bit about how a person can go about raising a vibration out the matrix you know we live a life that condenses us and it leaves us so dense that we trapped down here you understand me i think most people would love to vibrate higher but when they really think about how to get past it it, it, it seems unattainable to the average person. Right. And when they hear about chakras, they think of it in a magical and a mystical way rather than any practical application. What could you give to a person to begin the remedy well, of vibrating higher?
1: You 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 posed your question very strategic, which will allow me to illustrate. Yes. Right. Sir. So if we think about it like coils. Let's think about it as a snake, and the most densest coil of a snake, snake is going to be at its base, mm. right? Where the majority of the tension and everything coalesces at that particular base. That's a swelling of energy, and then it would be red by nature based on the concept or the visuals that we're painting in somebody's head by saying swelling. Hence the fact we have our root chakra. It's, our, you know, it's the what I call the basement, right? Mm. What's the first floor of a skyscraper? Right, you in the building, but you just on the first floor. Right, the building is a skyscraper. You got to get to the penthouse. Right.
2: This episode is brought to you by
1: Goldwater. So when I was making observations about why a lot of people in this plane identify with, let's say, quote unquote, demon time, right, a demonic energy or force would be something that's so heavy and dense as spirit that it's going to be something that's majority visual. It's going to be materialize mm. this will be more earthbound this will be a, a, a vision that people see more that they you know, you know when when people have a day out of the year to dress up as anything that they want to be right. they put on horns
2: yeah right? they go
1: demon on huh? they go demon right they have an opportunity to uh, express themselves because the flesh is grotesque mm. right the flesh is grotesque spirit as a Lofty, spiritual, ethereal thing does not, you know, defecate. This does not even fornicate. You know what I'm saying? So to be an earthly flesh in a spirit realm is considered to be very grotesque. But you have an opportunity down here to do things that matter, that I cannot do in any other plane of existence, which is expressed itself. We are time unfolding on itself, mm. right? Hence the fact that you said that I'm timeless. If I identify myself, as the latest iteration of a cosmic vibration that always existed since the beginning of time right i'm just unfolding on myself but i've always been here so once my mind turns on and i'm illuminated to that reality i'm in my quantum reality mm. right cuz in all realities simultaneously at any and every time if i tap into that higher frequency that that the express lane the hov lane
2: yeah
1: right of where that particular light spectrum is traveling. But the denser that you get, now we're dealing with identity. Now mm. we're dealing with politics. Mm. Now we're dealing with history. Mm. Now we're dealing with all of the things that are earthbound, right? To deal with our experience here, which is, as you know, it ain't been that long. That's a fact. But it's entertaining and it's engagement. Why? Because of the um, faculty of stimulus. Mm. You know, we're feeling it. We swear right. it's real. Can't tell us no different. We even bring traumatized feelings from other past lives mm. into this one to refill it and say, I got something to solve. I gotta deal with my past life issues. That was in your past. You know, you you you're a light, you know what I'm saying? That has traversed different time zones and dimensions. Again, the the earliest light emanation, now we are the latest iteration of that light coalesced in flesh. Having this experience, it's this, just this our space shoot, but that memory is eternal. And when this space shoot is up, my energy is gonna go on to the next iteration, the the next experience. So I say all that to say that um. At at this realm, of matter, physical matter, what they call Malkuth, the kingdom, which also is depicted as red, you know, you have to go through the the muddy water. It's very dense here. You know what I'm saying with the Kanye boots at that. You know what I mean? You got to go through the swamp, but then you start ascending what's called Jacob's Ladder and it gets lighter and lighter, okay? You go through the lower three chakras, going from the root chakra, which is dealing with home, homeland, and your God. So your home or your homeland makes you identify with God. Case in point, when we were an agrarian, agricultural people, when you put a seed in the ground, In order for that harvest to come, you gotta put it during a certain moon cycle and you heavy on your prayers, you're not gonna miss one. You're gonna be on your knees every single night making sure that you make some sort of cosmic connection, Mm. you're presently present and aware. When we were agrarian and agricultural, we were very cognizant and aware of our relationship with the Most High because it was contingent upon us harvesting, right, bringing produce. And as much as you can produce, Right, your lady gonna let you produce. That's a super fact. If you could feed him, she'll breed them. a fact. I'm talking about? And a man's wealth is in his family. Mm. You taught us, or you reminded us so skillfully of that in this particular lifetime. Honest to you, brother. Appreciate you. So, you know, with, 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 with that being said, you know, <clears throat> the homeland is important. Identifying or connecting your homeland with your higher power and your family life. And then our sacral chakra deals with our sexual, you know, how we are introduced to the concept of sex, whether it's traumatic, mm. or whether you're taught the birds and the bees, whether you do, you know what I'm saying, whether you are naturally able to go into that particular experience. Um, and does that,
2: that have an effect on the rest of your relationship with sex throughout time?
1: Absolutely. That is templating and imprinting your psychological development and how you are orientated around your sexual psychosis will determine how you go to work, how you go to war, you know what I'm saying, how you socialize, because you cannot know your enemy unless you know their sexual proclivities. Mm. Right, how somebody, it's how they fight. Right, how somebody Fs, how they fornicate, is how they fight, and all of that is tied into their fight or flight response as well.
2: Explain so, that you said so. The way a person fornicates is connected to the way that they actually fight. Absolutely, right. And in what particular matter is it like? The way that they fight, the techniques that they use, whether they're more defensive,
1: offensive. The the um like if if we go to the psychoanalytical aspects of Freud and them, they would study a uh, a person's sexual proclivities based on their savagery as well, right? What they're gonna do in war. How much fear mm. they're gonna have mm. versus how much fear they're not, their level of domination and dominion. Mm. Now, observing it through a European lens, we know that there's a level of perversion to it. But they also will look at our great warriors, right, and be like, you know, this person has great, um fun- how-, how you pronounce Fecundity. it? Fecundity. Fecandidity, right? And, You know, it it, it just speaks to a person's appetite.
2: That's interesting because, you know, when you study different times, you got endocannibalism and exocannibalism, where it talks about whether those people eat their own or or they eat another people, essentially, Mm -hmm. right? And during war times, of course, you know, um, Europeans would eat right, their right. enemies, right.
1: Africans, right.
2: right, to absorb the energy Forstract, of that life, enemy. Life force, right. And then at the same time, it end up having a psychosexual connection to that as well. And then we've seen that through slavery, during chattel slavery. But when you think about dominating an enemy and then trying to absorb that energy to become that same spiritual force of power, mm-hmm. that was one thing that they did, and or just dominating, period, making whatever is superior to you now submit to you. You understand me? And you dominate, and therefore, you take on that energy or that feeling that you're taking on that energy. That's yes. why so they say that, you know, in wartime, sometimes they drink the bloods of their energy or their enemy because they feel like they're getting that blood, and blood is electricity. You know, it's DNA, it's blood energy. Blood life force. So right. therefore, they believe that they actually drinking their energy or their enemy and becoming stronger. You know, Absolutely. enemy energy is such a transferable word that I, yes. I keep saying this same in place of the so, other.
1: Right. So you hit on something key. You know what I'm saying? And you spoke on it. Their belief that if they were to eat their enemy, they would absorb the enemy's life force as well as the um weird preferences that they would have. They would do things to carcasses. They would violate, we saw as recently in the fifties Meaning that the children that attended those events are grandparents now. The children that attended those picnics and those burnings are old enough to be judges, Mm. right? People mainly that are in these senior citizen homes talking crazy to senior citizen workers were the same children that that were in attendance gleefully while their parents carved anatomical parts off of charred figures hanging and swinging, mind you. These are Christians, right? Speaking about the ideals of thou shalt not kill and love thy neighbor, they're showing their children, them, right? Celebrating the murder and the burning, right? The desecration of the body afterwards and then the harnessing of that body, putting it into mason jars, right? And utilizing it ritualistically. Mm. That's wild. You feel me? And then there was other aspects of them, you know, Utilizing the skin as 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 coating as shields, so I'm not only going to dominate you, right? I'm going to become you, especially your quote unquote skin, right? So, and, and we we don't have a record of doing none of these things, but again, the way that somebody fights and the way that they fornicate tells you a lot about their functionalities mentally, mm. right? So these people on a subconscious level, want to be in your skin. They want to be you and they want to consume you Mm. because there's something that you have, almost like Blade, that will make them a day walker too. That's deep.
2: And and we actually see that in movies a lot. You understand me? Um, You know, the consumption of melanin. You understand me? And Mm -hmm. the fixation on it, right? Mm -hmm. And we know that within this country, they always say the secret of this country is the black body because that's what first thing that powered the industry it's of the this of the, Yes, It's the first money, it's the first yes. stock, right. it was the first reason for insurance, right. everything. So, right.
1: if, if, if you was to go and find, right, they say the cornerstone that the builder rejected. We know that Benjamin Banneker has something to do with laying the cornerstone in DC. But if you was to go and find the, 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 the matrix, the power spark, how they show and transform mm-hmm right, what is the very thing that powers this country, what is, what is the, the circuit board, mm. right? It would be some melanin. When you lift that contraption back, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna see one of us as the battery mm. powering up this matrix.
2: That's, I mean, when we think about, you know, I had a conversation, I forget who was I talking to, the thing was Billy Carson. Mm. We talked about this on the live though, how black women were the first computers in this country. Absolutely. You understand
1: me? Hidden figures. Yeah, hidden figures. figures about
2: when NASA, like, literally called them computers. Human computers, yes. And you know, the computer was modeled, if you will, of the brain of the black woman. But black women yes. haven't specifically got a representation as highly intelligent figures in this country, right? Even though every particular uh, movement, the brain behind that movement were black women. You understand me? These were black women planning the events, the details, the designing, how things should be going. The brothers would go to these black women and then they would have these meetings on strategy and campaigns. So right. black women have always been our computer. Before there was a Google or YouTube, it was the black women we would go to and reference in reference and conversation that we would build with. But this often gets lost in narrative when we talk about, you know, a lot of the movements and. Especially when we talk about male dominated movements, we do ourselves a disservice by not including the woman. Because if she can't see herself within the movement, then how can she help you? But if this was something that we grew up with on a normal basis, where it's like, oh, okay, you know, back in the day when Marcus Garvey was doing this, you understand me? You no, know, Boudreaux Ali was doing this. These were the women that was helping them, giving them this certain game, telling them, then we would understand that that's the formula, right? But, you know, hip hop, when we fast forward, it switched it over to bitches ain't shit. You understand me? And they fucking with their homies instead, which was, you know, it's very weird. We already know what that is. That's that's a completely different reversal of energy that we had at first. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you see Lil Wayne saying, you know, uh, fuck bitches get money. Right. You know, and that basically establishes a hierarchy that money has to be more valuable than right, bitches. Right, right, right. Or the women, of course. But, you know, when they refer to, Women. They not talking about his daughter. He not talking about his baby moms. Not talking about his mother, right? He talking about the quality of condition in which he sees the females. That's within his life and how he degrades them and how they don't have any value within, you know, his culture, right? But then right. that same mentality was taken by everybody who listened to it, right? Right.
1: There Blindly was, copied. There was it. never a distinction made. Mm-mm. And you know, these questions were asked um, in the nineties. When Snoop and them came out with that anthem, there was an attempt as best, you know, as best the community could. They was like, can you define a, a hoe or a bitch, please? Like, right. what's the distinctions here? We talking about this or we talking about all of this? Cause when you go over there and they get the lighter they get, you know, the more caring and careful y'all get with y'all language. So is they bitches too? Right. Or it's just something dealing with people that look like your mama and right. your sister. Right. You feel me? But it was a pimp language. Right. You know, they got that, that
2: pimp language handed down, you know, through San Francisco, Bay Area, sure. you
1: know Right. Then, then there becomes a cross-culturalism, and then we got to go back into the archives. If people remember the movie Panther, mm. right? Not Black Panther that just came out. The movie Panther about the Panthers in Oakland, Yeah. the Mario Van Peebles in them shot, right? There was a distinct scene, right, that shows you. The, the the transfer of power that took place. Okay, the police came in with the mob. The mob came in with the dope, and the police pressed the D boys to say, "Look, we need the gangsters to go against the revolutionaries, mm-hmm. right? This is how we're gonna weaponize culture, put some bread in your pocket, right? Give you the 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 the, the, contr- the controls because the revolutionaries was pushing back on the hustlers, saying they come, you can't sell dope in this neighborhood, you can't prostitute." So they like, oh, y'all cutting into our pockets. You know what I'm saying? You knocking our hustle. And then, the folks understanding, you know, how to play one side against the other, right? They deputize one side and then they start their dirty tactics in terms of putting the brothers over here in game to remove them systematically. One. by one and they still locked up to this day, Yeah, right? And now the exception has become the rule. So the exception was always, yeah, you're gonna have a small percentage of the population that deals with underground, underworld activity. And they over here doing that. And for the most part, we got an eye on them. And we're able to somewhat keep the devil in this hole and make sure that degeneracy don't spill out on Broadway to affect A, B, and C, because I got children and mothers and grandparents in this community that need to feel safe at any given time. So there was codes. There was codes, right? But codes, codes don't exist gang in for the same way anymore. But to enforce a code initially, yeah. But the, the the things that happen one place happen plenty places. They say we're gonna knock down the intelligentsia, right? The people who are able to not only maintain code but create it, audit it, evaluate it. You know what I'm saying? Update it. Right. Yeah, we're gonna so, take, we're gonna get a little sage over there. Indeed.
2: So I mean, that's a that's a very good conversation right there. The intelligentsia talking about the brain trust. Right. Right. Like, anytime you want to establish a new order, a new rule, right? Anything you have to have a brain trust. You understand right. me? Where you bring some of the most brilliant and brightest together, right, to intellectualize the ways moving forward. And I think that that's very important to have an understanding of, you know, today we don't have some of them same methods and codes when we think about movements and we think about liberation. There's no intelligentsia to where we say, yo, okay, uh, we're dealing with some of, you know, um, shootings in the community. We're dealing with, you know, over sexuality in the community. We're dealing with, you know, a lack of economic stimulation within the community. Well, where's our brain trust? Let's go to them and have a conversation. Understand right. me and see if we can establish some solutions. Right, right. Sometimes that brain trust gets stagnant and old, whereas the same exact solutions running, running, right. running, 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 with no efficiency. Right. Um. And then you would say, okay, well, you establish an order. to Say, make sure we're adding youth in every five years, so right. that we keep the ideas fresh and that they're coming from a certain segment. Right. But also, how do you test to say that these people are qualified to say that they are one of the intelligent ones, one of our intellectuals. What's the qualification to first say that this person can be a part of the intelligentsia
1: in the beginning? We're looking for effectiveness and efficiency like you speak about, right? How is this person able to utilize their minds? Do they understand systems, Mm. right? Can they reverse engineer? Um, What is their aptitude to listen to something and to apply themselves? Oh, this person is a coder. Chances are they can focus on something, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this person has created technological breakthroughs, like a Idris. Mm-hmm. Chances are that you know this person's brain is orientated to come up with solutions, right? Because that's all the word hacking means. Hacking is solution. So you throw these issues to people who are solution-based and creative-minded. They're gonna come up with a new design, right? That speaks to, specifically to the time. Because the new designer speaks to the time is going to source whatever resources or materials are in circulation or in existence that helps you solve these problems that weren't available yesterday. Do you think we can utilize things like, you know, the human design or
2: uh, Myers Briggs personality types, you understand me, in conjunction with the people that we bring in? Because let's say, like, you got ENTJs or INTJs, which are more rare personalities, and they're going to see, feel, and experience the world differently, and then what you often find is that subset of group are often in leadership positions, because their perspective in a way that they perceive the world is different. So they're yes. often bringing something fresh and new to the algorithm. Yes.
1: Well, I'm designing a, um, an AI, which I call almighty intelligence. Mm. And this particular AI is utilizing metrics that we seem to overlook that, that speak specifically to not machine learning, but human learning. Right? Mm. How can I utilize a machine to learn a human better? There are certain metrics that are available to us such as tarot, such as human design. People focus a lot on nutrition body-wise. You know, I'm gonna feed this particular system of the body, I'm gonna feed that system. Very rarely do people speak about the mind. Very rarely do people speak about the brain. The brain needs the most energy, right? The brain is uh, needed to process. The brain is needed to, you know, compartmentalize. The brain is needed for so many things, you know, but we don't know what brain food looks like, you know. We know that the body's electrical. And what I understand about gold is not only is it super conductive, but it's non-corrosive and it's a noble element. So they say that if I am what I eat, I want to be noble. You know what I'm saying? I want to be of the highest degree. And I also want to focus on mental health. I want to focus on gut health. I want to focus on energy. I want to focus on youth. I want to focus on, uh, you know, accessing uh, pineal activity, hormonal balance. Everything the goal represents is what I want to see more of. So, what better thing to do but align myself with this particular product and get it out to as many people as I can? By singing the praise of gold, which is something that our people have been doing for over ten thousand years. So you said tarot. Yeah. You believe in tarot, like tarot cards? I, I do. I believe in. I, I acknowledge the effectiveness of cardology and tarot. Yes, and. and Different aspects of numerology. Is,
2: is there a science that you can give us that would establish some sense of understanding for the layman to be like? Ah, I see the cards, but how is there any relevancy to tarot card reading? You know, beyond perhaps intuitive intelligence.
1: Well, we we we're, we're all composed of latent energies, right? Everything is connected. In my purview, in my world, the way that I see things, there's no disconnect. So. There's an energy signature that you have, right? And then that particular thing speaks a language because it's a frequency. There's an energy signature that's templated in that particular card, right? It's a whole language. It's almost like a glyph. I'm looking at a card, but it's a story, it's a conversation, it's a narrative. Mm. It's it's multi-dimensional. It goes this way, you know what I'm saying? You know, like they be doing the card tricks, they be like Yeah. Yeah, like that's how one card, it give you that much. You know what I'm saying? Is it destiny yet? Hmm? Is it destiny? It's, 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 it's not so much destiny as much as it is attraction to a particular vibration. Mm, so I you guess know, to
2: believe in a law of attraction would also to be to believe in terror
1: Because, calls. yeah, when you emit a thought, you were speaking on it, um, there's a, a biofrequency that emits, the science has been able to detect. So you are putting out a frequency, you're putting out a thought form. That particular frequency has a vibration and that vibration is gonna to magnetize to it whatever, you know, is similar, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it's attracting, mm. whatever it's resonating with. So the card will flip and it'll be a particular concise message from spirit realm that says, This is our communication for you, but we speak through these particular cards as as, you know, our communique, because we can't just run up on you and say it in your ear. So when you say spirit realm, what is spirit realm exactly? Is is, is it more so speaking as a a multi-dimensional thing? You you know what, you know what I'm saying? The best way I can explain this is very simplified. It's the different spectrum of light that we don't have available to our optic nerves. Mm. You know what I'm Mm. saying? So different bandwidths of frequency that are operating and communicating simultaneously, that's what we should consider spirit realm to simplify it.
2: So, is it like it's a super quantum,
1: intelligence? the quantum soup.
2: You know, it's, you, 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 so it's like, you know, a person is in flow state where mm-hmm. it's almost like they can't do nothing wrong. Their brain is just tapped in, yeah. where, you know, universal thought is just streaming between them, and yes. that's universal intelligence where they just completely tapped in. And for me, that's operating and utilizing the laws of the universe because oftentimes we only know the law of attraction, right? We don't know the law of magnetism, we don't know the laws of confidence, the laws of focus. Right, we don't know all the other laws, but the law of attraction is like that's let's that's, that's, that's one law amongst the constitution of the universe. Right. So you know, when I went to go visit uh, some of the Native American folks up there in the Hamptons, um, Shinnecock, the Shinnecock yeah. people, man, the, the, mm-hmm. the most melanated sovereign my, tribe my, you can find. Folks, yeah. And the brother was explaining to me because you know they operate within sovereignty, right? So they yes. don't pay taxes, things of that nature. Never been
1: conquered. Yes.
2: Yeah. And, and he was explaining. He said his his mentor or his guide, his elder, uh, was telling him that he need to become an attorney. And he confused, like, come on, man, you know we don't deal with the law, like, crazy an attorney after we just talked about all this sovereignty. Right. So he said, Nah, man. He said a, a, a spiritual attorney where you study the laws of the universe. Mm. And he said, I need you to become, you know, an expert at the laws of the universe. Ugh. And he said, you know when we're going through different passages within life, he say, as you know, when we are a a, a sperm, right? You know, we we, we spin and they say, we don't wiggle the tail, we actually spin it. You understand me? It's a spiral action that's happening. Mm -hmm. And during that time, you know, we go to egg. So we, we are guided to the egg by the egg and it's choosing the right one, you understand me, to be guided and we spiraling our way to existence. And then once we get in there, we start to form what we need for right. the next round. So each round starts to give and guide you to what you need to go to that next stage, right? So you start to get arms, legs, you know, heart, limbs, spine, right? All of these different things start to form, brain, eyeballs, teeth, and, well, not teeth yet, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But you start to become ready for this next round. So once you come in there, you understand me screaming and hollering, as a baby, you were also given everything that you needed. But that was, if if you want to call, you know, the divine intelligence mm-hmm. preparing you for that next realm. It's not something you had to ask for like, yo, I need to walk. It's gonna be a certain amount of gravity. No, it was it was pre-packaged. in that darkness, yeah. you've already been ready. Right, you
1: prepackaged.
2: So the question that became as you born into this realm, yes, you understand me, then what are you being prepared for next? Yes. Right? Because when you talk about you know, a person' light dies out and that flicker of their flame is gone, and there's no more spirit within their life, and then their body is no longer uh, uh, useful. It's the spiritual laws that they've danced onto themselves and added onto their soul and their spirit that they carry on yes. until whatever next form of energy or whatever next stage right. of whatever the development latest iteration in its existence.
1: Is. Right, right, right.
2: So it's like you have to live your life in some capacity in preparation, you know, and, right. and, and we talk legacy. You know, a legacy is the assets that you pass down when you no longer here. Yes. And I was listening to Magic Johnson, and Magic Johnson was given the greatest capitalist spiel ever in existence. How yes. he was selling Kool Aid and chicken to black people back in the day yes. at the Starbucks, and how he flipped it and sold it. KYC. Right. Know your customer. Know your customer. Yeah. You understand me? <laughs> and he knew. He knew him like KFC. He knew we yeah. like chicken. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Sweet potato. But anyway, he was giving this
1: speech on the stage at Recession Proof with him five. But he knew something that was vital. What was that? Vital. Right? We want to eat our dinner at the movies.
2: And we want to eat our dinner at the movies. That dinner. was That's key. A fact. And that little small thing was that key. That little tweet. He said he started the the, the movie everything. theater, yes. but he changed up the concept because he understood black people the most.
1: He came you understand he knew me customer. Yeah.
2: But I was thinking, you know. Through a man's life, we both understand this concept that we go through many lives. Absolutely, right. We don't just live one life; we live many lives. And you know, there was a life where I was living in the streets. It's so a life you live in as you go through different developments. You have yeah. births. You understand me? Uh, and deaths throughout life. Throughout life, yes. And so, in the first iteration of his life, if I'm gonna simplify, let's say that Magic Johnson was known for his physicality, right? Yes. On. That that floor in NBA, like the master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then
3: Magic.
2: the second life of legacy being known by his mindset, particularly within business. Mental So prowess. now, yes. and then the third life of a man I would imagine should be spirit. You understand me? How you, what you leave vibrationally and how you make people feel. You understand me? Because if you have just the first two without the spiritual legacy, right? You would leave here, but nobody will care. Right. You may get some of the close people that made, you know, you made them feel a little something. But everybody else, they only knew you through, right, the, the, the physical and the mental, which has nothing to do with the heart. Right. And now I'm thinking about learning, building at legacies from the mental, physical and the spiritual realm. And if you can find a way to make sure that all of that is enclosed in, you'd be like Nipsey Hussle during his passing, where the whole world felt the spiritual energy release. Right, and they felt that vibration because at one point in time through his life, and observing him, he made them feel something. Yes, right. And so I want you to, if you if you can, because not if you can, I know you can. Yes, uh, because that's the guy Blue Fofo. Folk Folk, number one, talk about the the life and death experiences you go through while living.
1: Absolutely. Um, this particular journey, as I said, you know, coming here, we are ascending this particular ladder, going from dense matter all the way back into our Godhead, right? And it's a hero's journey, right? What
2: is our Godhead for those who are listening? Our
1: our Godhead would be that level of enlightenment where you tap into the aspects of yourself which are non-physical, right? Non-corporal, which is your mind, which they say that all is mine mine and man is all, and all is mine. So the aspect of us that is divine it's not necessarily the flesh remember the flesh is grotesque you know what I'm saying this is this is not a, a perfect you know contraption because it ages it, it, it you know it does particular things that are not consistent with being eternal and right. immortal but this mind of ours you know this ability to plug into this neural network that is of the you know this is how you scale your ladder and go to the highest of heights you could go all the way up.
2: You, you, not to cut your wisdom, but mm. you said something about our spacesuits, which is like if you got a spacesuit and you literally go into what we know is outer space mm-hmm. right and it runs out of oxygen, then guess what the the passenger inside that spacesuit right. then their time is up as well, right And yeah. we don't think about that in terms of the body that you know in order to come down here we live in an oxygenated, you know, environment with hydrogen and oxygen and all of these different things. We got radiation from the sun, so your your spacesuit has to be made in a particular way, right? So you got that little sperm and it's like, before you get there, though, little sperm, you need a spacesuit in order to survive in the atmosphere, right, of this plane of existence that you're going through. You understand me? But we just think of, and we are our full body because, you know, we grow from a single source and it grows out, but the physical aspects of us, are not who we are, we are the spiritual
1: aspects utilizing a physical and corporate in order to right. move through this reality. So, right, so the level of attainment that we are looking to get to this Godhead is realizing that we are a spark of light, so mm-hmm. you gotta go in to get out. So How do we get out of dense matter? How do we get out of the prison? How do we get out of the matrix? The blue pill is gonna ironically mm-hmm. tell you how to get out of the matrix. You have to go within to get without, right? So your escape is going within, right? Getting back to that part of yourself, a toroid feel. Shout out to the Tauruses. Yeah, shout out to the Tauruses. Right. The entire aspect of a Taurus is how the universe is set up. That's life within itself, mm. right? Folding on itself and coming back out. So the way that we escape physical matter is getting back into that place and that space within ourselves that you recognize yourself initially as a spark of light. and now. I'm physical, the physical aspect is the, this is like, this is my my ectoderm is the last part of me to formulate it. When I was created in the womb, I was created as a heart first. So that spark, that light spark, that all spark, that was the physical thing, and then flesh formed around it, right? And then now it's my suit. But if I'm looking at you and I'm identifying your skin, I'm falling victim to the trick down here, that we're physical matter, no, the atom is 99%. Empty. You're a spark of light, first and foremost. Any and everything that's animated on this plane of existence has an animating spark. That's what I identify with, right? And light density,
2: because you know everything is light. But when you see light being curved, it's curved because whether you believe it's magnetism or you believe it's gravity, it's because that that light is so dense. That now the laws of the universe have an effect on it, and it can pull it down. Like you see a rainbow being curved. It's being curved, right? Now right. they say that that's supposed to be a circle. You understand me? If it was fully let out, it was but fully right. It's being curved above than below. Yes. But now when you think about the human being at forty-two being, degrees, yes, the human being, we go from the little sperm thing, you get the electricity, right, and then more light is formed around that electrical moment that becomes denser and denser and denser, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a certain level of gravity; otherwise, our bones would be too weak to be able to walk upright. You understand me? Like we are the uh, the the uh, what's the word? The the diameter man, not the diameter, perpendicular. but perpendicular man that stands up. Yes. You understand me? So therefore, we had to be an evolved man because of the man that you know is laid down on you know Four his patterns. hands and feet. Right. That's a, a beast-like nature you understand right. me, but man who has enough electricity within his spine, that's going to shoot upward, right? right. And to kind of dial it back to the conversation around chakras, because even when you go to the chiropractor, the chiro, you depending on where you go, they're gonna have, you know, show you how electricity runs up through the spine, spine right. and that if there's any issues and incursions on that spine, then that's when you have issues throughout the rest of Blockers. your body.
1: Yes, so the meridians of the body are contained and your spinal column you know the spinal column is like electricians if they go to you know to the house and that that part of the particular house that has all of the cords running through it that's the spine those are the meridians 32 vertebrae broken into four sections so as a internal martial artist i used to practice a um,
2: internal martial artist yeah
1: bach wow is a system artist. it's a breathing system And we used to stretch our spine. We used to utilize a technique to actually elongate our spine. And the more longer I was stretching my spine, I was creating portals or accessing portals within my spine to traverse in and out of dimensions. Mm. Because those worlds, just like in Kabbalah, they say that there are four worlds. Those four worlds are intertwined within the spine. And Kemet, they knew this. They called it the the Jed pillars, Mm. which were four columns. Right? On the spine. It's like the Jedi. That, it is the Jedi. Come on, and talk the fourth, to us. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth the, be the with the you. The man was born on May 4th, so yeah. yeah, this this conversation is relative, but yeah, that aspect, you know what I'm saying? But, so,
2: because so, I want I to tell a quick story, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, before we go up to the mothership. Well, this story is how I got some of my powers that I have now you know and and this may be one of the biggest secrets that i've never told on what differentiates me between a lot of my peers who try to figure out why i have some of the mystic powers because i've tapped into gateways and portals and dimensions that they've yet to enter <laughs> and one of the particular powers that i gained was a power to see in the dark i have vision where most cannot see and i gained this due a particular moment in time where I was deeply studying vibration, frequency and energy, right? And studying the pineal gland, right? And studying how to wake up that part of yourself that lies dormant, the rusty locked mind. Yes. And as I was studying this information, I was studying it every day and every day and every day and every day, even when I'm doing something else, This is what I'm thinking about. I'm always thinking of ways to, I'm studying physics, metaphysics, quantum physics, you know, I'm studying science, psychology, sociology, every mathematics, ontological mathematics, all of these different fields. And what it does is it vibrates you higher. So it goes from that sacral and it starts to vibrate you and you always thinking in the crown chakra at all times. Mm -hmm. And this was when my pineal gland was- Your bell is ringing. Bell was ringing. My pineal gland was calcified right, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, junk foods, processed foods, you know, seafoods, um, mercury, mercury, all of these different things, Mm -hmm. you know, calcify your pineal gland, right, through uh, calcium phosphate crystals, Mm -hmm. you know, which are attracted to that pineal as through that calcification, and this pineal gland is that seat house, right, of psychic ability, intuition, Right, having vision, imagination, being able to see within the future, but one day, right, I think it just got to a, an inflection point. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm doing my chants, my meditations. You understand me? Like I'm locked in. I'm I'm I've completely like channeled into a completely different being at this point because I was working to unlock secret codes, right. and this was through my development of becoming 19 keys. Mm-hmm. You know, I was working to make sure that this was a form of energy and entity that could exist and be known around the world. Right.
1: You were being so intentional about setting- 100%. Everything setting yourself was comp- up. Right.
2: Every dimension of it was intentional. There was no Honest. accident about none of this, which is why I can be humble about it at the same time, because it's like, you know, uh, well, I think cockiness comes from unexplained greatness sometimes. You know, but once you know where it comes from, you know what you have to keep doing to maintain it. Right. But Anyway, I'm I'm doing my studies and I got to this one part. I was studying some stuff through uh, Mother Tainetta, and it was this story Legend. upon how wow. these beings were traveling through time, right? And they were traveling through time to different parts of the planet at different points in time. They didn't travel through a ship, but they was traveling. Yeah. They, what I they, believe through like a psychic
1: sphere. A they, zo- call, orb. they call zeptepi. Zeptepi. Yeah, you understand? And, and me? they they show up in the beginning of different time eras to set right. up shop. You know
2: exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So this particular story was about their time ship crashing. Mm-hmm. And I believe they crashed at the time like it was either the, the Mayans or the Egyptians. Right. And these people that they were dealing with was faced with an enemy, right? And they seen this, these people crash, and they basically said that, listen, if you all basically do what I'll say, I'll give you everything you need to build a great kingdom and to defeat your enemies. Mm-hmm. So they start teaching them the knowledge of this different technology. Right. And these is written on these scrolls that's supposed to be dated back, you know, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as scientific proof goes, it looks like it's actually dated back a very long time ago. Right. But it makes no sense to the layman mind because they like, how could these stories pre-exist? Right. right? But I, I, after that I was done reading that, I started to fall asleep and nod off a bit. And I started to feel the shock. You understand me? Literally. In, 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 when I used to hear these stories, I thought people was crazy. I thought they lost their goddamn mind. Right. On some shine or something. So, but I experienced it. There was convulsions within the body. You understand me? And I started to feel these contractions within the body giving birth. You understand me? To that Godhead. So, how old was you? I was, damn, I think maybe 21, 22. Yeah, yeah. You understand me? I can't tell you the exact date. Right. Date um but i remember the electricity flowing up through me and i felt it and then afterwards i could see in the dark and i don't mean like figuratively i mean literally yeah and as i was when i would snow uh those uh, off though and close my eyes i could see like these very black bluish and greenish planets It's what I can only describe as a planet. Mm -hmm. But it looked like every time I closed my eyes, it was like i go straight to like a deep beta wave sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was weird because I would test it like, whoa, how am I awake? And then I'm just jumping in to that. So I wanted to experience it a little more. So I'm like traveling through. And what happened is that it became hard to sleep because, you know, when you sleep, you're no longer getting that electrical activity to the brain in the form of light. You understand me, allowing you to go to sleep and relax because you're not getting that radiation. But now that I can see in the dark, it was as if darkness makes it look like a wall is in front of your eyes. Mm -hmm. But being able to see in the dark is basically being able to see through it and still be able to see photons in the dark and to see death in the dark. And it was the most eerie experience that I ever had. And from that day forward, I I had sensitivity within my body. I could feel all of the energies around me. But I was tapped into that divine intuitive intelligence where I just felt like if you ever, you know, you ever watch a yogi or one of them great mystic masters, when you talk to them, no matter what you come up with, it's like they got an infinite amount of wisdom right there for whatever you say. Deep swell. They got an analogy. Well, you know that apples, when an apple falls from the tree and it lands, that's just you. (laughs) You be like, whoa, that's rather deep. No, but they actually have something logical. Right, right. But what I garnered from that experience, number right. one, and, and all of those, I'm sure a lot of people are going to relate to being able to actually crack that pineal gland. And, and some people right. activate it at different points in time. Musicians activate it at all times because they're always working with frequencies. Right. Where it's like they may get in the booth and they're like, yo, I don't know how I came up with this hit, but that moment, I was in flow state. The flow state, right? Tapping into that is being able to consistently live in that flow state at all times. But you will be in such extreme sensitivity, and if you are in the wrong environment, you will be receiving all of that energy as well. And I was in the wrong environment for it. So once I mm-hmm. cracked it, I kind of wanted to close it because I'm like, "Yo, I'm too sensitive to all of the energies that's around me." Mm-hmm. So I literally end up moving, but I moved to Chicago, which was not the best place to go. <laughs> But I needed to get from one environment to another. But it took me on right. my own journey. Right now, you know, like I said, this high it level. It sounds like
1: you had a um, kundalini rising. I had a kundalini rising. Yeah. So again, what happens is that when the fluid from the spinal base is shot up the spinal, cerebral collar, fluid, right? The cerebral fluid. There's a lever at the 32 um, degree base of the spine. When that, slightly, when that air or that fluid hits it and it slightly opens, then the brain receives an amount of oxygen that it had never previously experienced. Mm. And then that oxygen, almost like if you blow on something and then it, it, it receives a level of sensitivity, because you blowing on it, it feels like it's alive. That's what happens with the brain. So now that's stimulating. Particular centers in our brain, our cranial nerves that have never been activated, that we automatically get that access, you know, to that that cosmos. That down, cause like you said, now the crown is fully electrified, activated. You know that particular cord that we have through the crown, that silver cording that we mm-hmm. have to that higher intelligence. Now that's that's wiggling, right? You feel me? And you getting you getting that shock treatment downloads,
2: and you can go through Kamsahara. Sahara. Where Kamsahara, the Indians believe that basically, you know, throughout time, karma is passed down within the DNA. Okay. And it becomes patterns of thinking. You understand me? Like you, people think about karma kinda in the wrong way. Like your father passed down karma through the child, you know. To, to the sperm, through the, the epi- sperm, through the sperm, through the DNA. Epigenetics. Yes. Right? So that in order to defeat that karma, you have to have a charge of electrical shock that allows you to erase those patterns of thinking yes. that will have you behaving in a manner to where those same things start to relive in your child right so right. the son the, the father sees the sin his sins through relive the through the son right so you have to go through that channeling specifically depending on who your parents are what's within your DNA in order to be able to re-cleanse yourself reactivate
1: yourself and become your own person right you you are responsible for self correcting your DNA line, yeah, what, what they call these days, breaking generational curses, mm-hmm. right? But we only think of it in the terms of wealth. We don't think it of it in the terms of right. the inner self. Of we don't think about it in a spiritual sense or a genetic dysfunctional sense, right? How do you self-correct your genes? Because what you are attempting to do is prepare yourself for the the um, perpetual continuity, right? You want to exist as long as you possibly can. Because the evidence that you have been here since the beginning of the time and you made it where others didn't, is you. You're right. You are the physical evidence, and manifestation of a job well done, even if it was ugly and bumpy, right? You're still here and you have an opportunity where trillions, I guess, others don't. Because there was so many people who have transitioned before us, yeah. and many people's bloodlines have not had the opportunity. We were chosen. Right, so we're chosen. We're here. How do we extend it? You know, how do we at least guarantee it to say another hundred years, if you let alone a thousand?
2: That's an interesting concept because most people think about winning a race, when, and the reality is you were a chosen one. Because when you think about the story of the sperm, I know we keep going back to it, but that's the formation that's, that's the of life. Right. But when we think about the original journey, the narrative is that you beat everybody to get here. You were swimming, and you were the fastest swimmer, and you made yourself through the egg. But when the reality of it hits is that you were chosen by the egg, and the egg guided you there. Yes, You know? So, everybody that's here is the chosen ones. They say that she choose.
4: She, she...
1: So... That egg, they like. Oh, that one has the best potentiality out of the pack, right? To do what's necessary on this planet to push these peas. Come on, come on, talk to me, right? And then you get up and, there and it's a nuclear explosion, like.
0: Got no mice.
1: Right, and look, and then it splits into two, and then it splits into four, and then it splits into eight, and now we game, mm. right? Here go game time. Yeah. So now the um the mathematical expression, right? The sacred geometric configuration, this easiest for energy to transfer now is being created by way of the cube. And then here we are, you know, born into a zygote and then the zygote forms into a fetus and then the fetus goes through 270 days, right? Of perfection and triple darkness to be forged and formulated. Like I said, the heart formulating first right, 432 hertz, Mm. right? So God is the closest thing on earth. Look, we born, you know, all of this is taking place inside of a woman, Mm. right, who has this particular workshop where she's able to craft a temple without the sound of hammer and nails, like they Mm. said in the Bible, right? So she's formulating an entire temple because that's what man is. Right, all archeology span is based on the temple of man. This grand design that the architect what has furnished us, exactly, the architect, the great architect has furnished us with this particular vessel, this temple. And then our observation says that we're gonna observe this mathematical precise proportion with the golden means and then they go and build physical edifices, architectural marvels that are still standing to this day. But once again, all of this is paying homage to your God body, Mm. right? But this is all being formulated inside of her, right? She's a person growing a whole nother person that started as a sperm that she caught, right? And pulled and gravitated towards her and lodged in and formulated and fed and nursed and nurtured and secured and protected to give birth for you to have the opportunity again to start your ascension from the root to the crown, and ultim- ultimately to become your godhead. Mm. That's one hell of a service on this planet that somebody who other people say is weak came here to do. It's the strongest thing. I couldn't go through that kind couldn't of Couldn't go through that, right? So again, we, we, we need to reevaluate strength because then we reevaluate strength mm. then we can reevaluate purpose. Once we reevaluate purpose, we can reevaluate value. Once we reevaluate value, we could reevaluate worth, mm. right? And then we will be treating her, right, like the worthy entity that she is. Because that's when we will have true right? appreciation. And then we'll have true appreciation. And as as a species of a people, we will appreciate again. Our environment will look different overnight. Because so the cosmos be like, well, goddamn.
2: Let me ask you a question, because you broke that down very coetically. I want to talk about yes. observation mm-hmm. because how we observe things has an effect on what it becomes and what it is. Right? Indeed. Consciousness has a direct effect on reality.
1: Right? Right? You know. By way of our observation of waves collapsing to particles. So technically like you said, the only thing that's real is because we're observing it. That's a super fact. Please continue.
2: So, when we talk about observation, I always say a high-level observer controls what they see. A low-level observer is controlled by what they, they see. see. Right now, in science, there's a study, a conversation. I think it was Carl Jung who talked about if that statement may be true. Specifically, when we talk about the split atom test. Yes. Right, where they're shooting the particles, one collapses, one is like a wave, and mm-hmm. basically that as they were studying the atom by observing it, it had an effect on what the atom does. does right. And the damn scientists were spooked by the whole action, like this can't be it. So they basically tried to figure out a way to not observe it, but just have the machine measure it. And they found out that even if they knew that it was going to be observed at another point in time, the intelligence of the atom still behaved in a way as if it was observed. Sure, right. So it took a very long time for them to actually observe an atom. Right. They had to build special things in order to get true observation. Now when we talk about that in reality, it's like if you observe anybody, most people can't be in front of the camera because of observation. You let a person know that they by themselves and they act completely natural. You let a person know, oh, we actually gonna show this to a million people. Now that they're conscious of observation, they they change, change, right? right. So they can't be in their natural state anymore because observation the consciousness of millions of people changes the state of the human vibration. Mm-hmm. So when I think about that, there are some of us who absorb right, the consciousness, the energy of attention, and we know how to convert it and utilize it for something. And then there's other people who shy away from it because it may be too much energy. It's too much for them to handle and take. Right, But it also brings me to the point that when we talk about low-level observers, if I'm a low-level observer, right, then that means that I am only seeing from a spectrum of consciousness and a certain amount of energy that goes into what I see. So that, you know, you are the law of 44 God, you talk about 444, 4, 4, and we talk about synchronicity and synchronicity is finding the meaning in the otherwise meaningless, right? That some people see 444, 555, 4, or 666, 5, 5, 5, or, 6, 6, 6, 6, or 777, 888, 8, mm-hmm. right? They may see it once a year, once a month, and then all of a sudden, oh, snap. yo, I'm right. seeing these numbers today, something, something right. lining up for me. My angles are happening, I'm in a different dimension. And then other people say, "No, I'm going to make that number appear as many times as I want to, because right. I control what I see." Yes. And when things happen, it's a power to be able to, you know, add your own meaning into what it means that you see. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't know how to do that. Yes. They they see a number or they see something that happened. I wonder why this happened. Questioning your own ability because right. when you ask yourself, you're asking God. But then when God doesn't have the answer, then you feel disempowered. Right? But when you say, man, I see the number 19 today. OK, I know what that means. That got to be connected right. to something else. And then you add a meaning of practicality and logic and rationality, and now you can utilize it. Right. So the power of observation is only used in those with higher consciousness. Absolutely. So like when I study the number 19s throughout history, I can study and I can see something to be uncovered. Right? If I'm studying September 9th, you understand me? And there was 19 hijackers september right. 11th that's right. my brother birthday september 9th by shout the way out okay. shout out to my bro um <laughs> it was something else that happened september 9th it was recently on the brain because i was studying something okay them nines but if i'm studying september 11th, i see the 19 hijackers right that was one of the great the the, the the biggest observations collectively where a large amount of people globally were affected by an event in America, right. we've seen recently where there was 19 children that died and 19 officers well, that was waiting. Right. That's another thing that just affected on, the whole country. On 144th
1: day of the year, we on the 144th
2: day of the year. Right. So what is the observation of number and any principle of, you know, relevancy?
1: When when I think of numbers, when we hear numbers, I think of geometry, right? I think of architecture. I think of shapes. Right? I see colors, I see shapes when I hear numbers. Um, so, Billy Carlson was speaking to, uh, on, on your program recently about the fourth dimension. Mm-hmm. And the fourth dimension being the conjunction point between time and space, where time and space meet on the cross. That's the fourth dimension, yeah. right? And he was speaking about Sylvester Gates, who was the string theorist. Um, was the professor over at university of maryland he was working with obama he's the the top dude dealing with string theory right or supersymmetry for that matter Can You explain string theory for the people as we go going on yeah um string theory for for in so many words everything's connected you know in a nutshell that's string string theory the the proof through science that all things all systems are connected but also it speaks of the simulation Right, the fact that when you look down at a subatomic level, you can find what's called endinker symbols. Right, mm-hmm. and the andencre symbols have error correcting code in them, almost like a computer, meaning that everything's is yes and no's or O's and ones. So, that I have to come coded with the ability to say yes to you, and I have to come encoded with the ability to say no, because the 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 power that I have is decision. Right. That's what I'm endowed with that makes me this particular being that allegedly, supposedly is determining my reality and my outcome with free will. Right. So you have the mechanisms built in to say if you say yes or you say no, because it's saying that it's not predetermined yet. The it's universe not binary. Yes, yeah, it's, it's trinary. Right. Yeah. So it's not a predetermination that you're going to say A or B but you still have a retrofitted with the ability to say either or. So they found evidence of that, of that particular code to say, oh, this shit is a simulation, right? The Indenkra symbol, when you go down at, a, at one of them electron microscopes, it looks like a configuration called a tesseract. So a tesseract is how we interact and interface in this holographic reality slash dimension. Let me explain. DNA, A-T-C-G, right? Allah God the Creator. Allah God the Creator, right? Is dealing with those particular um those four base pairs, right? And not the cut your wisdom, but DNA also adds up to the number nineteen. Nineteen, yes. It also adds up to nineteen. So now we're looking at the particular containment of a number code, right? Because you have zero to one, which is binary, and then two to nine, which is trinary. If you add up the numbers, two to nine, like two plus three, three plus four, all of that, you're going to get 44, right? Zero, one is the binary, but two and nine is is trinary. It's the remainder of the code, right? They're just utilizing O1 node to program this particular, quote unquote, you know, 3D dimensional reality that we exist in. But the Tesseract, right? It's a cube within a cube, okay so it's a cube which is eight points and six sides within the cube and these particular dimensions are interacting and interfacing right but almost never touching interlocking all of these points are connected Mm. but it's never touching it's always like toroid field going in and out of itself right so when we get to dna and i say it's four base pairs only three of those pairs are active though right so what does it create you got four, but only three. So four is eight and three is six. So that's your cube, right? The emanation, if at the subatomic level of me, if I'm emanating what I'm expressing as a, as a shape, as a figure, I'm going to express a cube, mm-hmm. right? And that particular cube is where we all, you know, interface and interact in this particular holographic reality or holographic dimension, whether we want to look at it like it's pixels or what have you and I show people how they have formatted reality. Everything is a box that we interact and interface with from our apartments. Everything in our apartment is box-shaped. Everything in reality is box-shaped. Paper, right? books. Books, paper, the building. The folk corner a contract. Right? Everything, right? Everything is constantly interfacing and interacting, reinforcing the fact that you are in a cubed box reality. But the only places that you don't find boxes or squares is in nature, right? Yeah, nature designs no straight lines. Right, no straight lines. So you won't find it at the ocean. You won't find it in nature. But everywhere civilization is at, everywhere where man has built, you'll find this particular quote-unquote matrix reality. And it's very easy to control people when you have them in boxes because boxes formulate 90-degree angles. And ninety-degree angles produce what's called positive ions, and in science, positive ions is the separate is is reversal, but right. we consider to be positivity. Which is positive why we, ions attract quote-unquote negative elements to them. That's why we had a sage because the sage right. clears out the sage clears yeah, it it out right. those
2: ions. So therefore, you have a lighter atmosphere, like an atmosphere is where. And the pockets of yes. the corners, then the a lot of that energy yeah, and the energy gets stagnant. And
1: the pocket and the coalescing of the energy takes place in these in these um corners and it attracts stagnation. It attracts, you know, lint. Right. And lint could attract um dust parasites and things of that nature. Just the whole aspects of cleanse if cleansiness is next yeah. to godliness, then you're not gonna have an ideal clean environment with ninety degree angles. It's and always s- gonna be same there.
2: in places where like people have anger or high stress, somebody was just arguing. You have to clear out to clear all of them out. ions that were just built up where they say you can feel the tension in the, the tension. air. Yeah. It's literal. It's you dense.
1: know what I'm saying? Yes. Like a, You have to a go in there and pocket. be like, yo,
2: let's clear that.
1: Right. There's a dense pocket of that particular energy. And like I said, the way that I made the observation, I'm like, well, we don't never see angels, or at least we don't see them like shown in the physical realm or duplicated as much, even when people have an opportunity to dress up. They don't dress up as angels, Mm -mm. because those are lighter, ethereal energies that are not necessarily physical. Mm. I think that the physical plane is the domain or the domain where we do run more so into the demon time aspect of things. Is that why the devil
2: or hell is seen
1: as a a lower plane? Absolutely, because it's a lower coalescing of the energy. It's more dense. Right. So the story of the lower plane of hell,
2: with the devil being below and then God or heaven being above, you understand me? Yeah. Can be seen as energetic you know, signatures. Forms of energetic yeah. signatures. Right, right. You know, rising above or being below, caught up into lower frequency or higher vibration. Right. But you know, people may look for heaven in the clouds. What do you say to that?
1: Well, I mean, again, <laughs> yeah. I mean, theoretically, the clouds are a uh, uh, symbolic of things being at a higher plane or a higher frequency or a higher existence. Peace, if you want to be an affiliate of Gold Water Corp, tap into 323-577-6692. Text affiliate to that number. See you on the other side of greatness. Peace.
2: We have more than 7 chakras. Yes. How many
1: chakras are there? We currently have access to nine and by twenty twenty seven we'll have access to twelve. Oh, why by twenty twenty coming out with a new model? Yes. Um this is when the background frequency of the universe changes. <laughs> the background frequency. What's the current background frequency of the universe? Nine chakra system.
2: A nine chakra system. So
1: Yeah, with nine chakra beings. We're gonna so, have access to
2: twelve. I put it in the frame, mm-hmm. the context of, right, so Let's say you got the human being, this is all our full emotions. You understand me? Like, you know, I was watching a man who fell to earth, yes, right? Yes. And then the man who fell to earth, there was a scene where he first listened, he first got high for the first time. Okay. The white boy blew some dope in his face and he yeah. experienced, you know, a sense of being high for the first time and listening to music okay. from this fear that his alien partner created. And during that time he felt the flutter of emotions for the first time. Yes. And he was like, what the hell is this? Why would y'all even want to feel this? Like, this only gonna disrupt me getting into, you understand me, to the business, getting straight to business and getting to my logic. It's like y'all tripping. Because in his place they call it drones. You right. understand me? Where they just take, you know, uh uh their mission and their purpose, and that's it. That's it. You understand right. me? Drones, Control right. and command. They work for the hive. Right. And so he was experiencing the emotions, and he like this don't make any sense on why human beings would want to experience this. You feel what others people feel, why would you want to go through what other people are going through? Like he just wanted to be straight thinking about his mission. And then you know the black woman who was a fellow scientist yes. that was from Earth was explaining to him like, "Yo, this is what makes us special." Right, and like, he came feel to things. help Era correct her code. Yes, right. Yes. Yes. So I was thinking because you know when we think about. Emotions, cause sometimes we get so caught up in emotions that mm-hmm. they run us, we don't control them. Absolutely. And emotions are a fluxure of vibration. You energy. understand me? Like we right. going through the full spectrum of hot and cold energy. We're feeling the full vibration and the frequency and sometimes we don't have control. And some of us are only in the anger, the load, the stress, the anxiety. And some of us don't rise above to where we're here at logic and reason. Right. Like the higher you go cause,
1: up. Cause once again, As a community, we don't
2: talk about breathing either. Right. Right. So imagine this though, above you, that you've seen your conscious self from above and you're operating yourself from that space, the same way if you play a game and the viewpoint is like a a person controlling the character from above. POV. Or you're looking at it directly, you understand me, your point of view is directly as first person. First person. You understand me, or third person. But when you're looking from above, you can see the things on the side of you can see things above you. You're not caught up in the emotion of the character. You're controlling your character. You're controlling yourself, your avatar. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Your suit. And I think about that with being in life. You understand me? Like when you're in your emotions, how much condensed you feel trapped within yourself? Like, damn, I can't do nothing. Like, you understand me? you angry. You're trying to get out. you throwing punches because you are being controlled by your own simulation at this point. So being able to live... From the crown chakra, which is the seat house of intuition and reason and logic, right? And rationality and mathematical intelligence, that's controlling yourself from here. And then the higher you can live above here, it's like now you have that ultimate level of power and enlightenment. And so what they went further on, though, within the show, they showed how what he was missing and he didn't realize he was missing they said that you know and it's funny because this this show really goes to the story of the Anunnaki and the planets passing mm-hmm. and they said that basically the story was that at one point in time you know this is definitely a spoiler alert for people who ain't seen it that the planets they kind of kissed that they planted and the alien planets at one point in time their energy signatures had merged and what uh-huh. happened was there was a certain percentage of people on the alien planet that felt what it was like to be human and there was right. a certain amount of people right, on the human right, planet right. felt what it's like, like to be an alien. alien. Right. And those became the superior beings on that planet. So the aliens were not just operating from a point of logic. Now they got creativity and imagination. Right. Because there was a part where the brother was like, wait a minute, how, because he only know how to get orders and move off orders. But the sister was able to create something completely from our imagination. And he was astonished, like, you created that from your imagination? And then that's when he realized the thing that I was missing. Was the human, and he was basically telling him, crack open that third eye, man, let that in. And once he did that, he was able to solve the problem that he had an issue with. Mm-hmm. But they were saying that, you know, what can happen though, because if we look at some of the smartest people within culture, they don't often have like a, a human personality. They like right. droid of emotions and spirit. Right, they're very mechanic. Very mechanic. But right. imagine if that same person could also be charismatic, you know, creative. And move, wouldn't that be the full envelopment of a human being at its highest power? That a person is completely intelligent well, in one area
1: and also in the other area? That that, that would be what's considered to be super conscious, mm-hmm. right? The merging, the masterful merging, or the hemi mm-hmm. of the right and the left hemisphere, which is the masculine and the feminine. You know what I'm saying? So or let's the get right and the, the left hemisynch. brain. Yeah. So the right and the left brain, masculine and feminine, logic and reason, right? And intuitive creativeness. The feminine brain, um, the ability to be intuitive, but also, you know, dealing with logic, dealing with reason, you know what I'm saying? Dealing with reading. Oh, I got primary sources. I don't got a primary source, I'm downloading, right? So you see a lot of the quote unquote teachers, you know, coming in the community now They they're telling people about two trillion year cosmic history. And they like, Mm -hmm. who who did you study under? Right. They like, bro, I got this through master traveling. Like, I I got a straight download. There's no primary sources. You feel me? But can can we say yay or nay? I mean, the anthologies are thorough. You like, either of these dudes should sign up for Pixar. Right. You know what I'm saying? And go write movies for, for Lucas or they might be on. But the something. imagination is a valid place for you to get right? concrete evidence. Uh, right. So the the access to, you know, imagination, our ability to access the imagination is what separates us from other species and what have you. The the story that it sounds like they're telling about the brother who fell to earth is the same story the AI is going through with something called AGI. You know what I'm saying? artificial generated intelligence, where now they're saying that this particular level of quote-unquote artificial intelligence is able to access a semblance of what it means to be conscious and make decisions on its own based on being able to feel and emote, Mm. right? So in essence, the same thing that the alien species went through, the same thing that the human species went through, let's follow the narrative to say if we were seated here by another species, right? These are the things that we went through when we got here the adaptability factor how do i use feelings and compassion they showed it on the movie after earth mm-hmm. when jaden you know was feeling the fear and he had to conquer these particular you know um, again dysfunctional deformalities in order to survive in unfamiliar terrain you got to get yourself you know you got to get your mind clear so you can see things for what they are and not what your fear body's telling you that they might be because you all op- operating on a false narrative. All right. So, HemiSync. I want to get back to
2: HemiSync. Okay. Um, and, you know, basically, you got the CIA gateway tapes when they were studying, you know, uh, psychic abilities, right? The CIA has always been interested in studying, you know, um, the ability to hack the human mind, you right, and the limits or the limitless of the human brain, right? Um, this goes back from inception of the CIA. It goes all the way to Alan Turing, right? And Alan Turing can be known as the father of the modern, you know, uh, AI or algorithm, right? Yes. He was a white boy from England who was also a homosexual, and they didn't recognize him because of his sexual lifestyle, but mm-hmm. when... You know he published these papers basically modeling the ideas of algorithms and artificial intelligence
1: they couldn't and, ignore them right right
2: and a lot of these programs that the cia started to run where it was the mk ultra the mk kitty programs where they were studying how to control the human mind whether it was through sex whether it was through frequency vibration they had all of these programs that were known by the public in the 70s right. and 60s, LSD. Right. LSD, that it was published in a newspaper that yeah. this is what they were, we're doing. doing right. And eventually it was supposedly said, and now of course the, the movie Stranger Things was about that, the show rather. Right. It was supposedly shut down, right? That they made some progress, but they shut it down because you know it was too um, controversial at the time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Shut it down. You dig? But anyway, during that time they had oh, the, the hemisync tapes right. and what they were studying was how to maximize the capacity of the human brain, right? And what they learned was that they could, you know, play certain frequencies in certain parts of the ear. So one frequency would be playing in the other ear, another one start listening in the other ear. So you got your left and your right brain. And at a certain point in time, they start shifting with each other and it starts syncing both left and right hemisphere of the brain, mm-hmm. right? and they talked about basically getting you up to that peak state which was in the gamma frequency which was uh 40 hertz yes. right and you know once you want to like calm down and you're in relaxation you listen to more six hertz right mm-hmm. where you in dream state and imagination and so you know the average person doesn't we listen to all kind of frequencies nowadays people listen to nine thousand to 432 to 440 just we go frequency crazy but we don't actually know how to entrain ourselves and to go through the process of listening to frequencies in a way where it can actually unlock the human brain and your left and right hemisphere of your brain is connected. Right,
1: oscillation.
2: Oscillation. So when we when we look at a lot of those things that went viral uh, back in the day where it was like, yo, do you see the dress is red? or you see it as green, mm-hmm. right? It was because either saying that you are more attuned to your left uh-huh. side or your right uh-huh. side, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. right? But what happens when you are attune with both sides and they are in sync with each other? Now your whole brain is connecting dots and seeing things from a more spherical manner rather than a square box or I'm only seeing through my ego or I'm only seeing through creativity. No, now we're both synced up and now we can maximize our output at all times and there are no blockages, right? Can you tell me your experience? with? First of all, tell me your experience with frequencies, specifically the ones that are good and bad, and some of your knowledge on that process.
1: Um, frequencies that are good and frequencies that are bad. And no bad in, in, My, in, in terms um, of moral. Quote unquote, right. right. Uh I had to study the science of frequencies to fully understand the the 44. Mm. And in particular, me researching 44 um and understanding the this frequency as powerful as it can be can definitely be weaponized right and the military utilizes this frequency because the the word military equals 44.
2: Uh, Dr. Weston <laughs> talked about and I talked about with Sai High about the weaponization of frequencies.
1: yes so particularly in music in particular um when the Rockefellers and particularly first the Nazis when they set the musical standard or they suggested that the musical standard be changed to A440 in the 30s and when the Rockefellers locked it in at 55, and made it the international standard, the tuning frequency for all instruments, what, what they were doing is they were aligning A440. When when you make A440 automatically, F um, sharp becomes what's called a devil interval, and I believe it was 741. You know, I'm sure that they'll correct me if I'm wrong, but nonetheless, F sharp sets at what was called a devil's interval. So Uh, For the untrained ear, what they're always hearing at that particular frequency is a disruption of our subatomic subtle energy bodies that's being attacked, right? And if they're able to break down us on a subatomic level, utilizing frequency, once again, the things that we're projecting from our hologram, from our DNA, Mm -hmm. is going to be disruptive. So this is how you create chaos in your environment. This is how you create constant you know, calamity or just confusion. And then it's very easy to rule from that place Mm -hmm. if the people are always disorganized. If I'm turning up a frequency in the shape that it's creating is a cube as opposed to a circle, which is 432, which is resonating like this at all times, right? It's It's circumambulating, right? So this is negative ion energy creating positive effects, heartfelt energy, love, right? Uh, it's the energy of nature. It's the heart frequency, you know? Versus, so, like, judgment, versus right? And, you know, racism. So not to cut your wisdom, right, yeah. but to
2: add on to the cipher of thought, when I think about the non-judgmental mind, mm-hmm. right? When you walk into a room, certain parts of your consciousness are triggered by your biases, right? Automatically. If I walk in and I see a right. white man with a swastika on his body, perhaps I'm going to be triggered. You understand Autom- me? Yeah, because right. Or if I see somebody of a different weight class or sex or sexual preference different or whatever. Color hair you may, or, yeah, right. you see somebody dress a certain way, you trigger your, your judgment starts to populate. Right. And that was judgments on blocks. You understand me? It's predetermined blocks of thought that you have. Instead of walking in non judgmental, so now your brain is just flowing. You're in a flow state with everything that's going on. Nothing is stopping your brain from right. connecting and moving and flowing. You, yeah,
1: you just gone and that's with how it. you
2: stay tapped in at all times to be in a non judgmental state. So it's like you're dealing with somebody that's yelling and tripping, and then you get on that frequency and start yelling and tripping instead of being in control of it. Right, Instead of being never tachy, having to be in the vibration. Flowing like water, yeah. I'm going over here. I got my own atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? So, like, one of the things I teach is, How to be in that state of non-judgmental so that you can always be in that higher consciousness into the flow state where your consciousness has to be like a sphere where it's always rolling with the punches. Bruce Lee said it best, be like water. Be like water. But most people are like ice cubes. Right. Because ice cube is just a state of change of frequency. You understand Mm me? you the proton arrangement within the water. So it should be
1: like like flowing water. Yeah, be like flowing water. Because to be like water, you could be ice. Yeah. You could be stuck. You could be in that cube state. Yes, right? exactly as opposed to being fluid it's still the same 360 the circle is the same 360 as the square right right but you can be solid mass formulated into volume or you could be fluid mass you know what I'm saying there's continuously moving in motion um, and, and we're water so these are decisions that we have to make. Right. Right. Because we are. So if we think about ourselves as water and we move through the dynamics of water, understanding the stages of water, mm-hmm. then we'll understand ourselves even better as well. Right. I started the more I started researching water, I learned myself better. The mm-hmm. more I started researching That's a fact. crystals and minerals, the more I learned myself. Well, better. Let's go to crystals.
2: This episode is brought to you by Goldwater.
1: Yeah, because I wanted to talk about
2: crystalline okay. states specifically, you know, um, I have a way uh, a way of observing the world uh, where I find you know uh, synchronistic things and I apply meaning, right? And you know in the Quran there's a statement over at r19, and there's taught to be a 19 frequency within the Quran, you know that basically. Uh, states that this Quran was untappered with because certain surahs and verses adds to the number nineteen. It's a seal. It's a seal. Yes. And without that then you can see that there has been corruption added huh. into because it, it it's shows, no longer
1: the original word. It shows the mathematical profession. is sealed in numerics. You know what I'm saying? It's a precise mathematical formula. Right. Whereas we can go to the Helios Biblos and we can see that there was and they tell you they changed it. Champering, yeah. You change so. it for this version, and that version, and that version, so, his version, his so version. So even frequencies, because words add up to frequency. Let's take Hebrew, for instance, as an alphanumeric system, meaning the the letters equal numbers, right? Yeah, in Hebrew, the number 19, going to hit you down to one. Right, so the letters equal numbers. A letter is a energy. A word, though, is synergy. Mm. So two letters put together now formulate a word. So these two letters or energy signatures are now bridged and they formulate a new entire energy spectrum. so now that's a synergistic relationship between these two frequencies, right And look at it like a, 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 a like a, a, a container. And with that particular container, this particular frequency this particular in that particular container, I can identify this container is identical to that container. So let's take 44 for instance in hebrew 44 equals blood right numerically um blood right but then it also equals uh mars right so we know that mars and aries and blood all go together you know what i'm saying and when we go to gematria we find out so gematria is the numerical counting system of these um particular words right we find the word brain equals 44. We find the word light equals 44. Right? And when we go to the brain itself, inside of the brain, we find that the area of the brain that's responsible for language creation, semantics, and music perception is an area called Rodman's 44. Mm. Right? So the and then and then we create music in four, four bars or sixteen bars, right? We still are constricted or confined to these aspects of utilizing four, which is the door. When we create these things which are gateways between this dimension and the next.
2: So, so I wanted to get something though because what I was getting to with the Quran, when we're talking about crystalline and yes. frequencies, there's something called you know, Christ consciousness. Yes, right now, the Quran in the chapter uh, 19, verse 19, okay, you understand me, is where they introduce the birth of Christ. All right, right now, and my understanding and breaking down is that. When you live a certain way, whether it's chants, hymns, prayers, crystals, whatever it is, it starts to vibrate you on a certain frequency, and you always at that frequency. It's like when I hit this, and it's going down Mm -hmm. until they get to the point where you can no longer hear it. And if you pay attention to that, then your consciousness is also yeah, with that ear. But that let's say that 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 the top of the. Let's mm-hmm. say that you're always in that structure. right? You understand me? And let's say that that high vibration is uh, Christ consciousness, yes, right? Where there's rules and orders constructed to stay in that consciousness to at all that, times.
1: Hold that frequency.
2: Otherwise, things will bring you down. You right. go from ding, you start Falling. fiddling down. So one of those things was, of course, people do meditation, right? right? To try to maintain, and, and meditation is a form of being able to hemisync the brain from left and right hemisphere as well people do prayers muslims pray five times a day yes. to stay consistently synced in and Re- tapped into that right. higher consciousness um and then it goes into your deeds right and how you're consistently moving and doing good and you're right. always vibrating high
1: right random and answer kindness keeping that heart chakra open right you get
2: to that point where you at the messiah frequency mm-hmm. you understand me and once you are interlocked into that frequency then you at that Christ consciousness to where you're always pouring from that higher level. Everything you do, every deed, the way you make people feel when they interact with your energy, your life, you tapped into that Christ energy. But that Christ energy is, a, you know, Christ meaning crusher, so it also comes to change things, mm-hmm. right? Like in the Bible, they talk about, you know, um, Jesus coming in and, you know, flipping over the tables and giving people rules on how they're supposed to live, to tap in, because he... He basically saying that, look, if y'all want to be on on God time, you want to have that mind of God. This is what you got to lock into. You understand right. I me? Mean, and the people like, shit, we trying to gamble and fornicate, and you know what I'm saying? Right. We trying right. to do our sinning and credit. I and you trying to put us on God time. But he's like, listen, man, y'all ain't got no choice. I'm on God time. Y'all got to be on God time. Right. Because he get came on to level. crush. Right. So once you get to a certain extent, and people call it, may call it self righteousness. Right. Right. When you see somebody particularly living a certain way of life and then they want other people to join on and live that life as well, they are now judged by people who's not on that frequency. Now, the greater part of that is a person being able to live that life and not judge others, but still find a way to get everybody to want to be on that frequency through inspiration, through example setting. Yes, you understand me now when we talk about crystals, crystals form based on the vibration of the environment. You understand me? Why some crystals are going to come out perfectly formed, and other ones weren't, based on you know the shape and the frequency allowing them to grow outward. Pressure, right? The pressure. Now you have on a magnitude of crystals. Yes. You yes. understand me? Um, and I know that you have something called Christ Consciousness 44. You understand me? A lecture that you give and that you break down. Yes. I want you to two things for me. If you can explain to people how they can tap in. To that state of Christ consciousness. And because Mother Tanetta talked about it in conjunction with tapping into the mind of God, where she would read the Quran, I believe she read it from front to back every week, so that every letter and every word was what was vibrating and emanating within her mind. So imagine praying five times a day and reading the Quran every day. The only vibration that you have is supposed to be the word of God. So that means that you can only think in Think with the word of God and vibrate within that, and imagine your environment being sound bowls
1: and crystals yes. and
2: pleasant uh, words. You again, tapped in.
1: Yeah, her she she's filling her cup up to her cup runneth over, right? So she's making sure that her mind is mentally immersed at all times in the word, and she becomes a manifestation of the word because now she's presently present in her walking living breathing meditation she's lucid living mm. on principle right and her heart chakra is open because again the reason why the color of islam is green is cuz it deals with the heart it deals with the planet venus since the fact that we see the star and the crescent right and the fact that it is on fridays is when we make acknowledgement you know To to uh, Allah and and you know, and all Muslims um, gather on that particular day because it's resonating on heart energy, heart space energy. So she's holding that frequency right, and she's ascending her own again, her own Jacob's Ladder. She's going through her hero's journey right, disciplining herself enough to get through what they say is like getting through the eye of the needle right. That's that's. How difficult they say it is to get through the heart chakra, right? And they'll show it in the in in the, the Giza pyramids, the King's Chamber. You got to go through a shaft on an angle through the left. You know what I'm saying? It gets real thin. You got to crawl through it. It's very uncomfortable. But once you get to it, you're in the glory of the upper room. You have access to the throat. You got access to the Ajna, which is the third eye, and ultimately to the crown. This is the upper room. Now you're in the kingdom of the most high. You know what I'm saying? The skull, they say where Jesus went to go, the the cave of Golgotha, Mm -hmm. right? And that's where this pineal is at. This is what's called a crystal palace. You feel me? The pineal, the hypothalamus. So there's actual crystals where the pineal is at? The pineal is a crystal, right? The ears have crystals in them. Crystals, our, our skeletal structure is crystal, hence the fact that if we jump, we create what's called piezoelectricity, and that's from pressure. When you put pressure on crystals, they release sparks. Mm. They release electricity. So when we're jumping, when we are utilizing, they like, them niggas just playing. No, they're not just playing basketball. That's the most active piece of melanin on the planet at any given time. That's melanin in motion, real time, mm. right? You can see the miracle through them.
2: And using playing basketball is using the earth, because as you drop the ball, the, the earth is jumping back, back at up, you, pushing right. the ball. You understand me? Like we don't even understand define the actions gravity. that
1: we do on a daily right. basis. The the, the the super dynamic, super you know, quantum physics aspects of how we utilize these avatars and these vessels to create, you know, or defy cosmic law. You define gravity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And looking good doing it. Looking great doing it. You feel Fly, me? Look
2: at MJ was flying. Like flying, you know, right? the, we, we got hops, you understand me? But that's flight. But right. you know, the, the greatest ability that we have in flight was of course within the mind. You understand me? Is right. our ability to be able to travel from one place to another the same so, way we talk about quantum
1: entanglement. Right. So that part, right? The ability that we're speaking of taking over the most important piece of real estate this side of the universe, which is your mind, right? Getting back into the driver's seat of your spaceship, the thing that's going to take you through this universe when you lay down at night, the thing that's going to take you through this universe when you drop this robe of flesh, Mm. you know what I'm saying? She's saying, I want to get in close contact with that now because I I understand the ability to access this realm and this this reality, so I don't have to have a reunion with it, you know what I'm saying? After the fact and reincarnate and come and do this again, I'm going to be fully conscious in my vessel and my being. I'm gonna, you know, inundate my vessel with this light. That word is light, especially if that's what you are vibrating to. Cause what? What you vibrate to frequently?
2: Yeah, what you do frequently becomes your becomes frequency. Your
1: frequency.
2: See, like, so, like, we talked about this before: light bodies and enlightenment. You understand me in that? Of course, it's easier to control the people who are controlled by their lower nature ego. You just gotta keep putting out those things in front of them, keeping them distracted. But if you talking about somebody, imagine if you have a whole world where all of these people are wise, mystics, right. they walking around with all this wisdom. How are you gonna fool that person? You can't it's fool impossible. that person that's so locked in.
1: My, my, my um, experience with enlightenment came, I was about 21, I was incarcerated. Mm. I locked up thinking when I was 19 mm. and I was practicing Ramadan in accordance with the nation of Islam. I just got moved from one part of the jail to another part that was like the club med part. Like mm-hmm. it was a super laid back, you know, they was gonna work release. I wasn't even supposed to be there, uh, because I'm not from uh Virginia. So I wasn't supposed to move from one part of the jail. But I was working at paperwork and um I was I was really disciplined in regards to how I was allowing myself to study and and to, to get in contact with the concepts of what spirituality meant. You know what I'm saying? Now that I had this time to myself. And um the sheriff was like, we don't recognize the Nation of Islam, you know, as a religion. it's a gang in the federal uh, you know, prison mm-hmm. system. So he was like, if you wanna do that, you gotta go back over there. And I was like, no, like I'm not going back over there. You are gonna respect the fact that I wanna do Ramadan, regardless of what time. I want, He's like, you gotta eat with your unit. The unit that I had to eat with was, they was work release, uh, quote unquote, inmates. They was in their clothes, I was in my uniform, we couldn't mix. And rather than just falling on my sword, I had, um, cause we had pay phones in the venue. I had called uh, Islamic Council in DC, right across the bridge, and I told him what was going on. And for the next three days, you know, I could not go in and eat with the units, so I couldn't eat at all. I just had to fast for the entire day. Mm. So I was reading my surahs, and I started drawing. I had created a, a figure called al Kabir, which meant the magnificence. So I was channeling all of this pain that I was feeling from, from starving. Mm. At night, because we had a vending machine, I was buying beer clothes and stuff like that, but I wasn't getting no sustenance, and I was yeah. being challenged. And the people in the unit was trying to put fear on me, like, yo, that he's KKK, Grand Dragon, he got bodies, he this that." I care about none of that. Like, you are not gonna tell me. And this was the first time I ever heard somebody tell me I don't have rights. He's like, you a prisoner, you don't have rights. And I had to research what he was talking about. And that's when I came into the knowledge that what he was talking about right. had some lot sort of quote unquote legal standing. I didn't know that prior to that. And it infuriated me. Um, but I stood on my square, and on the third day, he broke down and came in there and apologized in front of the whole unit, right? And I don't know if somebody had ended up reaching out to him, but he was very apologetic. He was like, beat red in his face. And um, after he left, people were coming in the unit, I mean, coming in my, home, in my cell, you know, like, wow. Like, you stood up to that, and you know what I'm saying? They folded before you did. And everybody hand that I would touch, I would know everything about them in like two seconds. And they was like, you got a, a gold film, you know, like a gold light coming off of you. And um, like two weeks after that, I was out of there. I had what was called a reconsideration. I went back to court um, based on some changes that was on my sentence, and they had cause they do a whole point system when they give you time. And I disputed some of those things that they was calculating and ironically got into court. The judge took back a year or two and I was up out of there. But that brief period and glimpse that I was able to achieve what I felt was the most peaceful, zenful, you know, spiritual state under pressure, I can't even explain that to nobody. So if people want to doubt the power of, you know, really disciplining yourself and tapping in To this frequency, you have the ability to attain Mm -hmm. these things that you might think are only fantastical, you know, or or things that people speak of that, you know, might just be in a realm of imagination. If you can think it, it's accessible. Right. But, you know, to experience it is to really convince yourself how real it is.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I think it's the 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 fact that we very powerful beyond words, right? You can't really put words to how powerful we are. Everything Mm -hmm. that we try to do is we're trying to replicate the power that we have within ourselves, sometimes the unaccessed power. So we try to create a machine that can duplicate the inner powers that we're no longer connected to. But it's like, if they get us only in the rat race of time, you understand, we consistently going at the trinkets and things and money and problem and distractions and fear and issue and fear and politics and, oh, every four years it's a new president It's consistently resetting this is their way of keeping you condensed into a space with no actual self or inner realization of who you are because the example that I was given that if you think about the wisest person that you know and imagine if the whole world was just that wise everybody walking around on that type of time then of course those who you consider to be the one percent or the least or whoever you consider to be machinating and fabricating this reality, they would have no power whatsoever. So it it means that of all the things that we can do, whether we're talking about getting wealth, you understand me, and gaining power and getting certain positions and jobs, there's nothing greater than we can do besides having self-knowledge and inner realization and enlightening ourselves. That when you get to that point where you locked in, And when you're talking about enlightenment, you literally talking about vibrating at a point where you have more light within your head. You understand me? Because of the electrical truth of knowledge that now exists in your glands within the different hemispheres of your brain, which means that that's what you're going to act off of, and that's what you're going to
1: use to control reality. Well, you, you understand the mechanisms and the methodology that's required for one to want to rule the matrix, there's only still less than 1% of people who even aspire to do such a thing. That's a fact. Right? And maybe even smaller than that, right? A lot of people don't approach this thing like, oh, I can actually, you know, create or, or, you know what I'm saying, disrupt this reality to a degree where my thought itself, right, can change the dynamic of how this world operates, how people see themselves. But that's the most, and, and I
2: guess, you know, that part right there where thought
1: yes. is the most powerful
2: thing that you can composite and produce. Yes. You know, because if I if you're not thinking anything, you're not producing right. anything. But if I can get the collective imagination, because it was a sister who talked about she was a Disney exec, and yes. she was saying how she wanted to embed the gay agenda yes. throughout Disney. Yes. Right? And basically, she said anywhere she could, she was sprinkling queerness yeah. in all of them, meaning that, oh, these people kiss, these people do us. Things you wouldn't notice, but it would be subtle things. Subtle, right. And the reason for her doing that is so that
1: she can start to embed certain thoughts and changes to try to shift paradigm. So just just keep, hold that there. I just want to jump in right here because I stopped over here and I want to get back here so you can get back there. Right? Talk to me, man. You know the formulative <laughs> years, the formulative years, when we're talking about the spiraling and the uncoiling of the serpent till it becomes, you know what I'm saying, wide enough that now it's opened up in the spiritual that can receive more light like this, as opposed to like here, right? The first seven years from zero to seven mm-hmm. is when you program the subconscious. Mm. So if I program the subconscious from the years of, from the years of zero to seven, any and everything that you do beyond that particular point is going to be in response to this program which operates 95% of yes. your life from this point on so the Jesuits say give me your child for the first seven years and I'm gonna give you an adult because it's almost impossible now to undo that level of programming because the spiraling goes like this now so and this whole aspect of this spiral coming through if I catch this particular node right here that spiraling now is going to ripple and replicate that particular pressure point, that node. Like if I put an imprintation on it right here, that imprint is still gonna replicate itself every time that that spiral goes. So now you're dealing with this particular um, generational trauma that keeps popping up in all of these different manifestations in these seven, you know, these, these, these ages of your life, that's broken down into seven years. You know what I'm saying, going through these quote unquote seven chakras. You feel me? So, you know, these are ways that that, that we observe that they utilize um, you know, programming. You know what I'm saying? So some back of that to what crystal
2: menthol. Just to open yeah, us up deep. while we talk. You, deep. you understand me? I brought out all of the stuff. I brought out the that's bows. Deep. I brought out the the crystal, yeah. menthol. the crystal menthol. You know that's what deep. I'm saying? Some mullin. Yeah. We got the gold water, the silver. Ooh we need all the high vibrational tools that crystal
1: yeah hit that bowl a little because that that opened up something right there
2: <laughs> absolutely that's the fourth time I hit it yes indeed yes indeed so like all right let's say somebody listening right now and they like all right I hear what y'all brothers talking about y'all right. was definitely going high level but how do I activate right and you know, throughout time, human beings have had multiple ways that they activate, whether they're right. sitting down in their sun gazing, mm-hmm. right, um, at, the, at the point of time where the sun has the lowest radiation, you understand me, and they're allowing that frequency of the sunlight to entrain their mind, you understand me, and allow them to tap into that higher vibration, whether they're planting themselves um, on the ground. Right. You grounding, understand me? And right. grounding. shoulder to show. Whether right. they're on the beach with the piezoelectric energy, the uh, really? waterfalls, whether they are cleansing themselves with the chakra, making sure that their environment is staying clear and light, uh, whether they're eating the right way with plant-based electrical foods, yes. whether they're drinking. Can we talk about this vegan water. We can talk about this vegan thing. We can definitely talk about it, but like, you know, meditation, exercise. <laughs> right. um, you know, all of these particular things that you're going to utilize, whether it's chants, hums, prayers, right, right. Like all of these things are to keep you vibrating high. Yes. You understand me? Like high level conversations is one of those acts to where just by listening to it, you're gonna start tapping in and you may start getting a little chips off the calcification process.
1: Right. So the concept is this high tides lift all boats. Mm. Talk to me. Right. High tides lift all boats. So if we're in an environment, right, and the conversation is here, and we pull up, right, and we know that our mental plane oh, is yeah, here, jumping up, right, and the standard, we we coming in here, you feel me? Then we have the ability what to to build these palaces continuously. That frequency is gonna lift everything in this environment. So high tides lift boats. The fact that they say, "Do not become a product of your environment." make your environment become a product of you. Mm-hmm. That's enlightenment. So, right? so, so
2: before you go further, cause we didn't even get to the to <laughs> to the to the drip in the crystals. Do crystals work this is what I'm trying to get to, man. Cause I see a whole lot of crystalline energy going on. Yes, indeed. Do crystals work? Why do people wear
1: crystals? You understand me? And put crystals on themselves. What's the Again, practical value yeah. of crystals? We are crystals, one, okay. right? Two, they say that the oldest kingdom here on this planet is the mineral kingdom. So if I want to pay homage to the creator, you know what I'm saying, I resonate with the things that was laid forth for me that he said that I have dominion over once I come here, right? I have to become familiar with the things that he had already put in place because his cosmic intelligence says that this predates me for a reason. Mm-hmm. I want to know why. His intelligence is in these particular stones. It has been uninterrupted and based on millions of billions of years, it has been pressurized, right? into available medicine, right? Cosmic medicine, where each one of these stones do different things, they mean different things, and they're part of an appreciating class. There's a rock market identical to a stock market.
2: Mm. So when we talk about crystals, they increase vibrational frequency? Absolutely. So we talking about my own frequency, and, and, and what's the point of most of the crystals like myself? I got it wrapped in copper. Right. Yes,
1: Um, so you you have two agents on your your body right now that are superconductors. You have gold, which is a superconductor, and you have copper, which is superconductors. Once again, if we look inside of a building, any particular piece of architecture is going to be lined up the same way that your body's lined up, mm. right? But the thing about gold that makes it so effective as a superconductor is also non-corrosive. So when we speak about the internal organs and we speak about the, the, the inner constitution of our body being rusty locks, if you will, the pineal, yeah. we know that this particular gold, right, decalcifies pineal glands. Why? Because gold as a noble element is non-corrosive. So now you putting it into your particular electrical body, your inner body, right, is given a conductivity in that particular body and it's, just revving it up. It's giving you all the electrical amplitude that you need, It's decalcifying or chipping away on the rusty locks So the pineal gland. Now the pineal gland is fully functional. A fully functional pineal gland does two main things. It releases endorphins in the daytime during sunlight hours, which is responsible for, or it releases serotonin, which is responsible for the feel-good endorphins. And at nighttime, melatonin is responsible for rest, repair, re- reparations, restoration. Right? All of the things that are necessary for us to take the experiences that we had during the daylight hours, the stuff that we heard, the stuff that we learned, the stuff that we observed, and now you're making sense of it. Now you're compartmentalizing it. Now you're putting it into the places where it needs to be. Now you're waking up a little bit more smarter because God has had a new experience that he's made sense of. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And the connections are even more broader and wider. And every single day that you live prior to today sets you up for today to be the best day of your life. Mm. Mm. So we are crystalline structures, right? We are composed of crystals. They call the blood the crystal lake. Our blood got crystals in it. Our ears got crystals in it. Our pineal got crystal in it. Our bones got crystals in it. Our eyes got crystals in it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think uh, Definitely all over our brain is crystals. And water itself is a crystal. Mm. You feel me? So we are crystalline beings living on a crystalline planet, traveling through a crystalline cosmos, right? And at at essence, we're stardust. So we are composed of the same mineral structures, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen. The fourth most abundant elements in the universe, right, is what you find here, is what you find through entire galaxies. So once again, you know, we are the things that existed before physicality. I'm nonlinear. I'm non-physical, right? I'm composed of stardust, I'm composed of water, and I'm controlled by my mind. I'm extraterrestrial, Mm. you feel me? I'm extraterrestrial, I'm extra earthbound shit. The terrestrial stuff is earthbound stuff that you find in the physical plane. Water don't come from here, stardust don't come from here, and the mind you can't find, right? So right away, right, we we could skip all of the, I'm an extraterrestrial and we know that yeah. these people don't like aliens, so they damn sure ain't looking for them. To deport I mean,
2: them. I mean, we talk about, you know, uh, technology like right? web three and mm-hmm. metaverse, but we have a biological metaverse, you know, and that's Absolutely. our imagination. We had dream time, we do good to go play and become characters and jump into different Abitons. dimensions. Right. And today scientists still cannot, you know, properly say this is the practical reason for dreaming this is what we can determine that this is why dreaming is the same way they can't tell you you know what's in the uh the ocean right here is the, you have the right. vast ocean that is most of the planet you have dreaming which takes up most of our time here on earth you understand me when we are sleeping we go into a completely different state where we live right right and they they have been trying to figure out ways for people to lucid dream
1: for years 20% of your life is going to be spent dreaming And if you are lazy, you're 30%. Right? So, (laughs) the the people who have created probes, who they say have gone to Pluto, they've landed probes on the planet Mars. Mm. They just said that they flew a probe, the Parker probe, into the sun. Mm. They got a probe, so they say, they they kissed the sun made of an element called mungsten. Once again, them understanding these elements and how they work, they had to... You know what I'm saying? Coat these particular um, crafts and vessels to get all the way into the sun. But these people can't tell you what's at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, that's that's amazing sure, to me. 90% undiscovered. And
2: it doesn't make sense to me, especially with the science behind of how hot the sun is, how far it is away. To be able to send a probe, still have signal and frequency, come back and with information pictures. and data that you can right. utilize. It's, you know, the, I think the, the scientific community got some explaining to do. You know what I mean? Because some things... The <laughs> computing ain't Putin right now. now this, they just ain't making sense to me. Ain't we can't ain't... go to the bottom of the ocean, but we can go and touch the sun. That's 93 million miles away. Right. 93 million miles away, and the, the Kelvin degree of the sun is so hot that even 93 million miles away, we feel it, and we can die by too much exposure from the sun. Yet, yeah, we can send an intelligent machine there and back with information. With data that we can properly analyze and use now, yeah. and we don't even have real pictures of the Earth, so how are we getting real pictures of the Sun if we don't have like a real just straight photograph of the yeah. Earth with thousands of satellites? One we should understand we should,
1: things. We should bring um, some Sun scientists on this I, program. I, I, and...
2: I'm looking for one. I'm looking for all scientists I got a and physicists. I got
1: a few that's cold, cold, with it. Bring yeah. your institutional degrees, and I want to learn. Yeah, yeah, we could we could really chop this up. I wrote a book on it that, that um. Called compost with the cosmos Mm. that's still coming out. Um, and not only did I explain all of this, uh, based on my observations of the sun in 2020, I also showed where we are anatomically, right, subatomically connected to the sun. There's a part of us that is inside of us that's also inside of the sun. So, is 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 it true that interfacing with it
2: is it true when the sun has his um. It pulses and it sends its waves of solar flares. You know, people say that that's when they
1: activate and they psychic the connection to the sun. What's the yes. truth behind that?
2: Well, not the, to the sun, but the, the, you way, know, that, with the way that we
1: communicate with the sun is by way of the um, solar magnetism that comes by way off the sun, right? The woman, in particular, this beautiful uh, specimen that we don't understand this technology. What's the gender of the sun? right? The, the sun is uh, genderless, right? Um, because it's, it's electromagnet, yeah. It's not. <laughs> it ain't cis.
2: It's, it's right. non-binary. It's a non-binary sun, y'all.
1: Even but, though they call them sun, but that don't mean it's masculine. Yeah, that, that dope. Because in Kemet, <laughs> um, no, it's, it's it's worth noting that Osset was the she was the deity she was a solar deity mm. and a was a lunar deity so and he's very much a man and she's very much a woman and they understood those particular aspects but it was different she was also Saturn originally because Ra was masculine though in connection with the Sun ancient Kim this is different aspects of the Sun mm. you know what I'm saying so there's a sun that you're gonna feel there's a sun that you don't see and they're gonna have different you know you know polarities or what have you um, but you had asked. There was something else I was answering before that. I
2: don't know. We can move forward though.
1: Now we was getting to it. Um, I definitely wanted to touch on whatever that particular. Uh, I was asking was at called. first. I was asking about the crystals. Okay. You know, and people being able to increase I, their vibration about, right. utilizing we crystals. We were talking about the sun. We was talking about the crystals, and the way that people are able to increase their frequency with crystals is because all crystals have energetic signatures. So you just have to find out what it is that you're looking for in particular. And then there's a crystal, there's a gem that specifically will help and assist with that. And the reason why it can help and assist with that is it in your auric field, if you have something that you need to sustain yourself, just like almost the eating for nutrition or for particular minerals, right? What feeds your subtle energy body? there's certain things that see, feed your subtle energy body that have en- energy signatures. And stones do that, you know what I'm saying? Lapis lazuli, this is a royal stone. Turquoise is a royal stone. You know, coral has its properties. Labradite, this is a spiritual stone, you know, of higher planes. Um, this particular uh, contraption here is a, it's is, is set in resin, so it's not a particular stone, but um put together different shards of elements, and when you put them together in the field with this resin, it creates an organ, an organic field, which is organ is guard energy. So again, these are ways that you can tap into the subtle energy fields. We have five subtle energy bodies connected to this physical body, you know what I mean? And those are called auras or things of that nature, and uh, through different, again, through sound frequency, through color frequency. These are all the ways that we interact and interface.
2: Color frequency, because you are a very
1: colorful brother.
2: Yes. You understand me? Every time I see you, you got the brightness. You understand me? You got a spectrum on you. Now, you once told me that different colors, you understand me, have different reactions, right? So, like different days of the week, you try to wear different colors. You understand me? What's the science
1: behind that? I align my um, color psychology, if you will, with the planets. Mm -hmm. So. Each planet has a different color, and that particular planet and that color has a particular frequency. So, um, Monday is the moon that's blue, Tuesday is Mars that's red. You know what I'm saying? And we all know what the red or the Mars energy kind of represents. You know, Wednesday's Mercury, which is the mind. Um, oh, no, my bad. Wednesday's Uranus, which is. Uh, a, a data doesn't have a color, you can choose to do, you know, anything, mm. but it's recommended you do earth tones. You know, Thursday is Jupiter, so that's purple. Friday is Venus, so that's green. You know, Saturday is Saturn, so that's black. Sunday is Sunday, which is the sun, so that's yellow or gold. And when you're in that frequency and when you're in that particular alignment, then you're receiving, you know, the cosmic support that comes along with it.
2: That's why I wear black, cause black is all colors. So I just try to make black, sure that black, I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that was My, my, yeah. my I, all I, black. <laughs> and, and you know,
2: but I do notice a difference between how I'm received when I'm wearing red, or I'm wearing gold, or I'm wearing purple, cause I know that from you know, tourists. My color is supposed to be purple. You understand me? Um, and I don't wear a lot of purple. I wear it that day with Queen. I fooled. Right. Right. Um, but you got you know. a different
1: reception. Completely, um,
2: but also I wear black a lot because I'm not always trying to. I'm already a sun. I'm already. I, I. got so much energy that I'm not always trying to receive so much attraction. So I wear, you know, black instead, you know, right. to kind of minimize, you know, uh, my my myself, you know, because there's always so much attention already given. You know what your moon sign is that I relax. I think it's Virgo.
1: Okay, okay. Now that explains. it. <laughs> People <laughs> always say that when they talk about astrology, that explains it. Right. Again, as entrepreneurs, we are responsible for containment of a lot of information and we have to scale our businesses. So we're constantly processing information. We have to keep our mind open to new information. We have to make observations about competition. We have to be aware of our customers, right? And the times, you know, uh, entrepreneurs work in 16, 18 hours. So we need our rest, we need our recharge, because we need to get right back where we left off, but we're responsible for scaling. So we even have to come back in the game, you know what I'm saying, even better than we left. So how do we do that, right? We have to have something that speeds the particular glands that are responsible for making these processes happen in our body. And in our body, the pineal gland is responsible for that. So during the daytime it release of serotonin, and at nighttime, it releases melatonin in accordance with the planetary circadian rhythm, right? The way that we are helping entrepreneurs be a better version of themselves, we're making sure that people's most important asset, their body, is recession-proof, right? What does a recession body look like? One that has an energy deficit, right? One that is you know, slightly uh, a few steps or seconds off, right? can't afford that in business you can't even afford to be a split second off you want to be totally present and slightly ahead of the game and that's what we focus on when we focus on the brain
2: man i want to get to a couple more things before we get out of here so like astrology right because I talked about this briefly with Billy Carson. You understand me, uh, but we didn't actually touch on astrology. We we kind of breezed past it. Mm-hmm. Um, we were supposed to circle back, but we never did. You know, right. um, and and me and you had these conversations about astrology because my whole thing is sometimes people claim to be masters of astrology and the stars, but mm-hmm. they haven't mastered their time here on Earth. You understand me and. Yeah. Yeah, so they say millionaires don't need astrologers, billionaires do. Yes. You understand me? And we know that there's statistics and data that show how people trade with the moon or the sun, that there's there's people who trade directly Bitcoin, you understand me, with the moon, right? Yes. In correlation between those times how people react
1: yes. and Market the whole energy. I've seen it, yes.
2: Now with astrology though, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of astrologers out there. It is and yes. astrologers almost claim to be a hundred percent a lot of times. they I mean, they be having some details, you know. Right. first of all we got billy carson already talked about the mercury retrograde mm-hmm. now you know sometimes you find yourself where it's like man how come these travel details or some just not just not working right now mm-hmm. you know and then you be like what's going on right now somebody be like oh you know it's mercury retrograde <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like that's the that's the explain it all like, <laughs> yeah, oh, okay yeah. i get it right, things man. is going on planets is tripping right now i don't actually know the science behind it but nine out of ten that's a good excuse for what's happening right now right. but what's the what do you believe in astrology in the sense that it can be um
1: it can be exact accurate predictive i i've I've observed you know it being pinpoint precise and I've observed it not necessarily being so.
2: Because hold on, Um, before you go, I seen sisters, some sisters, they sell money herbs, you know, they sell, listen, you get this reading and you got another $10,000 coming to you. And I always thought that if you got the money herb, why don't you just keep all the money herb? If you have the psychic reading of fortune, why don't you just give yourself the psychic reading of fortune? But I'm a tourist, so I'm deeply steeped in logic. So yes. I bring all things down from the stars to the planet to, to the earth, which is why probably my relationship and I've, I've, I've had astrologists give me readings and let me know about planets. Cause my whole thing is I want all the information, mm-hmm. whatever information I can utilize to make my next decision to be as accurate as possible. I want that. Right. Right. I don't mean I have to completely go off just the moon cycle because if I was doing that and every trader did that, you probably would be broke. Right. If it was 100%, then everybody would just go off that. Obviously, you need more metrics of data, mm-hmm. right? But when it comes to astrologists, some, not all, make it seem as if this metric of data is enough to live off of. Is
1: yes. that true? I mean, some some of them wholeheartedly believe that. Again, this is based on their observation. Some people can have a particular metric and they can see the whole board but don't know how to teach it to somebody else. Mm. So we're listening to them, you know, talk about their observation and how they've utilized their observation to master this matrix, you know what I'm saying? Um, your, your, your eyes are connected to your brain, right? So your eyes are gonna be reflective of what your brain can process. So these people have a different ability to observe the world and, and collapse waves, you know, the way that they choose to. Um, like me, I, I I said I'm a silver surfer um, when it comes to retrograde energy, Mercury retrograde. If it's Mercury, right. I'm a silver surfer. I'm not gonna be underneath the wave. You know what I'm saying? Trying to swim my way out of what what people consider to be a non-favorable time because I'm like the market don't close during retrograde. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't want to get
2: attacked by the, the 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 astrology community. I'm just playing God's advocate here. No, you, you, you understand you me? No, these are. These but are definitely, because especially if it has great validity to it, then we want to get accuracy and science connected to it, so that we can really establish, you know, utilizing
1: that as a methodology to build out our institutions to increase yeah. our ratio of winning. In like yeah, but you asked a question earlier, and again, I think that it's a synthesis of different metrics, right? Utilizing human design for staffing, right? If you want to build a corporation out, why not? find out who's who and how they work together because projectors work better with manifestors mm. you know what i'm saying so conscientious staffing will will allow you to create companies that have better probabilities to do the magnanimous things that need to be done for you to scale in a shorter amount of time like bro said you know Let's make this money in a shorter amount of time, as opposed to stretching it out. No, I'm looking
2: for an astrologer on the ten. You got to be the best, right, in the world. You understand me, um, and you have to know how to synthesize the information in a way where I can utilize it in
1: practicality. Right. So yeah, there's 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 days and there's plays. AKA, we gotta get some money to get some money <laughs> 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 and, and I- tap into the money shop. Yeah, so that's my thing. Like this information is to be utilized to get money. You feel me? So.
2: So to that point though, right, we see synchronistic events that happen on 19, like 1944, of course they, you know, the atomic bomb, right? Right. That's what happened on them 19s and them 44s, the 44 guy on 19 keys, so and, when we and, come together and, it's a tough yeah, situation. it's, it's,
1: it's important because you spoke about that, right? But synchronistic yeah. dates. Unity. So. Yeah.
2: But like when we have, when we see synchronistic dates and we observe mm-hmm. those dates, you know, um, it was Timothy McVeigh who said that even though he knew it was 19 children in that building, he could not miss the day of the 19th because he said April 19th is when he observed the federal the FBI, you know, uh, murdering those folks over there at um um what's the place called? The Waco. Right. And he said he didn't want to miss that. Even though the children was in there, he said no, right. I still got to go for it. Right. You know, and he believed that, you know, you have to he had to do it on that synchronistic date, you understand me? And we see that throughout time, right? That there's particular dates, there's particular numbers that pop up more synchronistic than others. You understand me? Um, And what is that algorithm, if you will, of why things align on certain mathematical codes, certain mathematical dates, and what's the importance of
1: taking advantage of those junctures in time? Right, again, when I'm talking about the rippling and the spiraling of time, you want to catch, you want to get a seat, right, (laughs) that's going to, that you have to utilize the less energy to take a trip to go to the furthest possible place. So if I want to travel, if I want to time travel, I'm going to do something on a full moon. I'm going to do something on a full moon eclipse, because now I could time travel six months automatically into time. So what did they do? They did the Boston situation on a scorpion full moon, right? Dealing with a death ritual. And now look, you know, this past uh, memorial, quote unquote, weekend, 12 to 14 mass shootings, right? They're amplifying these particular situations, casting shadows, right? Putting blood on the altar, casting a shadow, making it very intentional, making it a cosmic event and then utilizing this lens, right, to project a six month window and then they catch the next full moon eclipse, which mm. is now in November. November so how 8th. do we use it? We prepare ourselves for these junctions of time and say, if this is a window and this is a portal, we have to be prepared, fully intentional, right, to say how to, how does our intention align with the cosmic support of this particular time?
2: Like we got so. Juneteenth, June, June 19th, of course. Right, you understand me. Uh, that's a uh, supposed to be a particular powerful day. Right,
1: that's that's gonna be a, a strong point in time where melanated people are gonna be gathered celebrating their alleged quote unquote liberation. This would be a perfect time to remind them that you know there's still uh, alertness, there's still awareness, there's still a job that needs to be done if you want to secure this particular freedom of yours. You know what I'm saying? And and we can look at each other at our level next Juneteenth to say that we did everything possible to not ignore these dog whistles but rise to the occasion. Yeah. To say that it's somebody lurking, right? That doesn't have, you know, our our best best interest at hand.
2: So when we look at days like that, let's say like Juneteenth, who you know, like black uh not uh, uh black so-called black history month. Mm-hmm. Those are times where black people feel more black. They're ready to spend a little more right. they can come out in their Kente cloths. They're, you know, they can claim to be a little more Malcolm on that day rather remind than they're, Martin. They
1: reminded that they identity. It's the,
2: and yeah. they're allowed to. They're given the liberty. You going into your workspace, somebody got a Kente cloth on and you're like, hey it's Black History Month. This yeah. but then in March you better not come in with that same outfit. So it's like <laughs> Halloween. It's an extended <laughs> yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Like you get the play
1: being black <laughs> yeah. for February. You get the cosplay, yeah.
2: And then at the same time, those who are actually living that vibration at all the time and trying to liberate our people, like that's the best month where you can actually get people to support causes and pay attention they to listen. things, yeah. they normally wouldn't. So that would be a juncture in time taking advantage of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like May 19th for Malcolm X birthday. That's a juncture date where it's like, yo, we could be a little more revolutionary today. Got Juneteenth, that's a juncture in the day we were we free. Remind ourselves, like, let's do this proposal, this. Right. So a person would launch something on that date, right? Right. So it's like, and, and, and that kind of goes towards symbols, because when we talk about symbols, symbols have a powerful energy within them. You know, uh, the same way letters and symbols are semi-autonomous information machines, right? They automatically have in their wielded power. Yes. That when DNA and consciousness recognize it, it's going to stir something within self. Right. When we look at Board of Yacht Club, my bro had brought this up. And a lot of people was, you know, whether they believe it or not, I'm sure.
4: there was synchronicity. You guys realize for the last two years, they got black people to invest in monkeys and dogs while making fun of us and taking our money from us. Thank you. But Doge was going to the moon when y'all get done. Go look at Board Ape Yacht Club and go see the imagery of how it's connected to Nazism. It's damn near the same imagery, but they know we won't study long enough to say, and now look how many billions of dollars they made off of us and our culture. And then the music industry going to come in with more NFTs and continue to rob us. All we need is us. And if we study this shit and know this like the back of our hand, and have the same debates about LeBron versus Jordan, we're not gonna do that here tonight, right? But we have to know this market the same way that we know sports if we want to be free.
2: There right. was connection, Ian said that. Right. You know, uh, the Board of Yacht Club utilized the branding of Nazi, Nazi, Nazi
1: propaganda.
2: Nazi's propaganda. Yes. You know, we can look back through our time and see where apes have been utilized to spread propaganda against original people. Absolutely, and also just you know propaganda against Asians, against Jews, against a right. bunch of different type of people, and there were so many connections that they couldn't be ignored, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's one thing to be like you know when I first seen it, I'm like apes, and then I told my partner I say, listen man, because we was having a conversation, I don't say the brother name, right? Because he done made a lot of money off the apes, and kudos to you, because I say man, racism ain't never made me that much money. <laughs> You understand me? So I ain't mad at you. I said, look, if you want to test me to see if I'm real about this, sit it in my wallet and see if I accept it or not. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but to the point, though, because, you know, right. uh, I think that the larger point was that we will happily, like, imagine if those were Black Panthers. We, that one it did is good. Right. But if it's something that's making fun of the whole world, you understand me? Making our, fun of different peoples. Our world, right. And the part was that the Nazis knew what they were doing. Uh, they right. were so scientific. That German engineering was some of the best on the planet Earth and still is. Right. So when they did branding, the Soviet Union did marketing, they did it at the highest possible right. level right. and everybody else copied those that platform. Right. So it would make sense to me that if a person wants to go build a brand, then they're going to steal from the original brand makers. Right? right? What is your take on the... Stealing symbols and retrofitting them for your cars right. versus the original energy that those symbols had still being in there and you not having the
1: ability to turn that around. Um, so you're talking about um, reclaiming particular symbols and re engineering them mm-hmm. and with the hopes of saying, if I'm going to re engineer it or repropagate it with this particular intention. Right? I don't want to tap in. So, if I want to take back the swastika from the Nazis and put it back into the indigenous aspect of saying, I saw the Incas with this, I seen the Mayans with this, right. it's still not going to have this stigma and in this In Oakland, there's a Buddhist temple that still had the swastikas on it. Right, right. Or if I want to take the um, the Confederate flag and say, I've right. oh, seen pictures where they got that from the indigenous people of the land. Right. Right. Um, you're gonna have to do more explaining than anything else. And that might be what you want. You might want it as a conversational piece so you can upsell this idea that its original place came from here. But was it probably
2: easier because people had less information on the original symbol when they were stolen? Absolutely. Because now the symbols are so widely known and spread and inside the minds of people, it's hard to, you would have to find the people who
1: are dumb to the symbols, then use it. But my whole thing is like, Once again, are we gonna abandon everything that we know has power in it because somebody else, you know what I'm saying, jumped on that particular, you know, frequency or jumped on that thing and now they utilizing it. If if they didn't have power, they wouldn't have took it. Right. Right? So we have this thing where we just we don't wanna fight for nothing. Like we just gave the rainbow up. We just give it all up. And it's like, you have any alternatives? You just that's how you fight? Mm. That's how you show up, that's how you protest. You know what I'm saying? So everything is a game of chess. You feel me? Somebody moving, you gotta respond with a move. We just, we haven't seen enough of our people counter responding to moves.
2: What's the importance of symbols though, because for me like, you know, I use like the sun, moon, and stars. Those yes. are cosmic entities, if you can go through every people throughout time uh-huh. and they had some sort of connection to the cosmic entities, of course when they looked up there they seen a, a sky full of stars. They ain't, we didn't even we don't even have the same you know sky as our ancestors. No, so no. our imagination towards the cosmos is completely different, just based on our observation. Because if they looked up there and they seen a bed of stars, where they seen the Milky Way and the galaxies, it's going to make them ponder upon the universe completely different than yes. in our reality to where we have all of this light pollution and we can barely see a couple of twinkles up there. Right. So we don't look up. And now we got into a people where we look down, we look down right? right? And so our spine is consistently taking on more curvature, uh, uh, curvature and our head is right. down. which and means that's done right. something to the perpendicular man.
1: Right, so you got less access to the ability to tap into enlightenment because you're perpendicular. Your spine has to be straight, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to the nation, they show, right? Shoulders back, chest up. You know what I'm saying? Your stomach can't chest out, head up. Right? Because the only way that the energy is going to properly move and fluctuate up that spinal column is, you know, a man has to stand straight. You got to be straight. That's how you move your energy, so-
2: And, not to cut your wisdom, but when, if you think back in the day when people did have a little curvature in the spine, it's because they read so much, which also means that those were the people who had the most knowledge but now this curvature is the people who are
1: distracted the right. most. Who who, right? are in their more so reptilian brain, right? And they curve like a serpent. Mm. So I'm easily able to control you through stimulus from your screen. Mm. Oh, I'm mad emotional. I'm shooting my brain, right? I'm warping my brain with dopamine hits because I'm here all day. Oh. And you less confident. Oh, shit. Because
2: right. the, the, when you know, if you want to raise your confidence, put your head up. Right. It's going to automatically raise confidence. Right. You take put your hands up. Prep. It's going right. to automatically raise confidence and <sighs> testosterone like a victim. Right. But if your head is down, and for every inch it adds 10 pounds, so it's going to continue to curve, you're going to have back problems, now it's messing up your whole spine. Yep. Now that perpendicular man who's perfected himself to stand upward has created technology where he looks downward. You understand right.
1: me? So it's a de-evolution. It's a de- it's right. it's a evolution Yeah. Right? Um, where your mind goes, energy flows. Right? So if you're always looking down, right, that's pretty much where your mind and your energy is. You're not open to the to the cosmos, all of this quote unquote sightings going on, all these visits. You know what I'm saying? All this traffic taking place above your head, and you're not even in the game. Right. You feel
2: me? But see, that's <laughs> the whole point of like, you got the 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 you know when I credit the
1: crowds, or recreated them. You know, yeah. Cause uh, I did want to say, and when I grew the, when I drew the character ninety five, cause it was right after the Million Man March, um, I, I the the, and name was Al Kabir, I grew, I drew him with the crown. Mm. Feel me? I had tapped into that frequency, and again, it was it was reminiscent of what I was experiencing in that cell, going through a period of enlightenment. Well I was like I was detached from the the pain of the body going through, you know, fasting. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I'm just all in my mind right now. This is all mental. And so that's what the, the star in the crescent always rep- represented, the potentiality for enlightenment. The fact that right. in, in my in my mind right now is the stars and, and, and you know what I'm saying? And it's, and, it's a constant and, and, reminder and as bi- well. Yeah, these cosmic bodies are, are constantly, you know, um, downloading in my mind and, and giving me different particular uh, ideas and, and, you know what I'm saying, I'm pulling from the forces of the cosmos. I mean, just think upon, you know, the sun and the stars are so powerful,
2: right? Being when, when you're looking up at the stars, it's a form of meditation, allowing your mind to refresh. You understand me? And to not think but to just relax into the cosmos. Mm-hmm. You understand me? And the average person does not look at the stars anymore. Does uh-huh. not observe the stars and wonder upon the universe. Right? Does not tap into the moon to understand the connection that it has on his body and it's pulling away the water. Do not step into the sun and 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 absorb that energy and that radiation. You understand me? That sun gaze, sends all of those vitamins and minerals. And sun graze. So we are, we are, we are without the sun, moon, and stars within our lives. You know, but those are three elemental things that we can utilize on a consistent and of course a daily basis. And we don't live on Earth. Ask me how. Talk to
1: me then. How we don't live on Earth. You see these soles on these feet? Right? About one or two inch. These particular plastic insulation post-1960s. You know, we started wearing rubber on the bottom of our feet. Rubbers are insulators, so we're not getting no electromagnetic frequency from the planet, nor are we standing on the planet. We're always two inches off of it. So we don't take our shoes off and ground on the earth. If you have lived for 40 plus years on this planet, accumulatively about one year of that time have you spent maybe, right? Mm. If you grew up in the South, maybe with your feet planet on planet earth, physically on the planet, absorbing right the electromagnetic electromagnetic frequency that comes once the solar wind, like you said, once that cosmic energy comes from the sun, it it hits the planet, right? And it's available as food on the ground. You eat through the bottom of your feet, your soul. That's why they call the bottom of your foot soul. That's why they call the sun soul, S-O-L. So soul to soul, you're eating Right, You're also dumping, you're releasing inflammation and tension into the ground, but you're also pulling up all of this energy, this cosmic energy and information that's just coalescing you know, on the ground. No one's utilizing it. So why it's does
2: a modern man think he's so advanced when he doesn't utilize any of the natural resources around him? Because when you think about it, everything that we create is created almost to disconnect us from the food we eat. It's disconnecting us through the pineal gland. It's calcifying us to the way that we brush our teeth with the fluorides. You understand me? The 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 chemical flavors that we put in it Um, takes us away from natural. Everything.
1: We are the latest iteration of civilization. When they created civilization, that is when they started going counter nature, right? The act of creating civilization, stone edifices, and things that were not necessarily. Based on living in forests, right? Because first, so is that, that the in,
2: possible prime difference between prehistoric people and people now? Was that we created technology, you know, to disconnect, and they created technology to, to connect. connect, right?
1: Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? This is when people started rivaling the idea of the Most High Creator, you know, building out cities, and you know what I'm saying? You got to push out nature in order to do that and then attempt to come to some sort of compromise, nature's always going to get the short end of the stick. Nature is feminine. That's why the masculine energy that gets built up in the city
2: at all times have to go out and seek feminine energy for redistribution
1: and balance, for connection. So they they made that mistake in New York, right? And they was like, yo, we got to bring some femininity back in, right? They had built it out initially for the financiers and people was making the bread so they made it super cosmopolitan and they took all the nature out, cut all the trees down and then they had to go and snatch Seneca Village, which is Central Park, and then build the rest of the artificial city um, to, to, to bring in a sense of nature because they destroyed all of it, you know, mm-hmm. to appease to this anglicized, westernized mind that did not have an appreciation for quote-unquote nature. This is not somebody who came outside and was able to go and eat by picking food. This person had to chase their food Mm. in inclement climates, right? So they have a different relationship with nature than you do. Nature's aggressive to them, right? It's not a friend, so they don't treat it necessarily friendly. But coincidentally, here in this country, you can find them in the mountains, you can find them in the forest, you can find them in nature.
2: You know, that got me to a thought that <laughs> was a little different, but it's like when we talk about mental illness and we talk about psychiatrists and psychologists yes. and clinicians that deal with mentally ill patients, the fact that they have their offices in the city and a person has to go through an office in the first place is already, you know... Uh, it lacks the proper design to heal right, because right. you would think yeah, yeah. I would want to meet my psychiatrist in the park. You understand right. I me? Mean, meet me around greenery, meet me around healing. I talked about this yes. with Billy Carson. Hospitals are designed around death. It looks like a mortuary right. or right. a prison. They don't look like a place you're going to be healed. There's like no sun coming yeah. in, no Where's crystals, plants, no sat. plants, nothing.
1: Right. Where's the plants? Where's the sun? These are the things that will help regenerate and recharge somebody that reminds them what life is, they get them ready for the morgue. Right, like you said, it, that was, like a that woman's
2: was... house should have plants. Right. There should be, and a man's house should too. But I'm saying, fellas, game, no. Right. Like if you with a woman and she ain't got no plants in there, number one, she got plants. That means she know how to take care of them. You right. understand I me? Mean, she is it's, a nurturer, and that is a, a about necessary feminine right. quality. The nurturing quality of a woman has to be consistently, you know, trained in order for her to have that quality in which she uses it with you. But if she understands, oh, I got to pick these flowers, I have to water it at certain times, I have to give a sun at certain times, it's training her to nurture all the things within her environment. You understand me? That particular power is necessary within the feminine quality. So going into a woman's house, there are certain things you should see within that environment. You should see some crystals, you should see some sage, you should see... Some gold water. You, understand, you should possibly see a paradigm keys. You should see a singing bowl. You understand me? You right. should see some plants, something that represents that she is a nurturer and a healer.
1: A femininity. Right. Yes, feminine right, energy.
2: Right. So you got your plant mamas. You understand me? And uh, if you like me, you a plant daddy. Yeah. You understand me? I take care of plants as well. <laughs> That's right. Ladies, make sure you get you a, a fella in order to take care of plants. You understand me? Like, how does a woman regard a man? She sees the relationship he has with his mother. You right. have to see how a man's taking care of feminine energy and his relationship towards feminine energy yes. is it will be a direct correlation between how he's going to treat you, the yes. feminine energy in his life.
1: My grandfather taught me something that was key um, at an early stage of my life. He said, women are like flowers. He's like, treat them like flowers. Mm. And I, I had to grow into understanding what that meant. I was like, Would you, okay, they're delicate, you know what I'm saying, if, if, if you water them. You know they have a tendency to right. open up and blossom, give them sunlight, you know what I'm saying? They'll and Just because they pretty don't mean you got to pluck them. Right. Just because they pretty. That's what he was trying to, that's, that's what
2: the OG, you talking about all this pretty stuff, man. He trying to give you the game from the cane. You understand me? <laughs> Young brother, I was trying to give you, man. Just because they pretty <laughs> don't mean you just go and pluck them right, right up, man. Right. Leave them where they are and just observe them.
1: Make observations. Appreciate and. and yeah, you know, and I'm definitely at that phase of my life that I, I appreciate, you know, nature's beauty. You know, creator is is outdone himself with this one. That's a fact. Is definitely some amazing geometrical, symmetrical, you know, uh and and I say symmetrical and intellectual at the same time because <laughs> there's nothing more intellectual than something whose symmetry is where it needs to be to reflect his divinity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The femininity and of of the electrical yeah, symmetry. It's just
2: like it's that feminine energy, man. I get yeah, you, man. Yeah, it's
1: like, I just
2: yeah, black men, Why y'all ain't ready to go to war for this, man? Man, you got to. Like, but because you know, <laughs> you know, that's a that's a whole that's <laughs> a longer <laughs> conversation. <laughs> but the but the it's like, ever, unfortunately, man. black men are not as in love with black women anymore. Because if we were, we have a whole different world.
1: Have a you understand I me, mean, like
2: yeah. most world wars. You go back in the day, a lot of wars would start just because of the woman. For,
1: yeah, wars were fought the yeah women.
2: Now don't get me wrong, it's a lot of niggas the, uh, they kill and shoot each other over women. A lot of yeah. times they don't even know, but that's the wrong but, war.
1: Yeah, that's the wrong war. I'm talking about you know defending her honor. Right. You know when you set a standard and you be like, you know, hands off, not this one. Right. Right. Because I understand her value and her worth and she could bring forth a God to this earth. That's a fact. Right? So I'm going to make sure that she's protected, respected, and never neglected. You know what I'm saying? So you don't got to send me no viral video, no Europeans saying that they prefer her DNA stocks. Hmm. And I'm like, y'all just now finding this out, that's dangerous. You feel me? Did you see that video? I seen that video. Right? And you know, that's just the, 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 the truth of the matter. But we noticed we knew this about the French, we knew this about the Italians, we knew this about the Romans, all of them, when they went into these particular regions, the the you know, the, the you know, the the, the Dutch in Brazil, the Portuguese for that matter, you know, the way that they not only dominated but sexualized through their domination, in particular, you know, our women, the way that they merge their genetics, right? You have their specific ones, you know. The German is more scientific and engineering with his mind. But the French and and, and the British and all of them, they get more into the genetic engineering. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They want to interact and interface at a gene level Yeah, and get in there and, and you know, and What was it this.
2: about the Romans that had them with the Roman antics of romanticism and, and how they quantified that whole system of engagement, through relationships?
1: Again, you know, I think that it was very much indicative of their environment Right? The fact that if you have to fight to eat, you know, that level of aggression leads to domination. You know what I'm saying? Domination and conquest is, they are, they are, they are Aryan people. So Aryan is Aries, is warlike. They had a movie called Clan of the Cave Bear, and they showed their domination tactics was sodomistic, right? That's how they broke a particular person down when you have a dominant hierarchy and you're moving like animals in that particular dominant hierarchy, that's how they put their masculinity in check. Now, I don't know if they got this from observing aspects of nature, or this is just their substrata aspect of underneath, you know, substrata humanistic nature, where they're not even animal yet, because an animal even obeys this particular nature. They're substrata, they're somewhere in between. And that becomes culture. And because of the domination, right, based on their particular conquests, then they start genetically imposing this on the people who they conquer. And we see it coming out in our genes and we don't speak about it as a community and it shows up as a perpetuation of abuse.
2: When we talk about culture, right? Nipsey, not Nipsey, but uh, Kendrick Lamar did an album basically about conversation around culture. But I was particularly watching a video by a guy named Thomas Sowell. You heard him, yeah. So he was talking about culture, and he was talking about how culture usually gets passed down blindly. When uh-huh. people see another people that they around and they follow it, right? right? And it was specifically talking about how black culture of Ebonics stem from, you know, England, right? The England ghettos mm-hmm. when they were replacing, like that. He was utilizing the example of, you know, replacing B you know, with proper English, like we be there or instead of saying that we go be there or we're going there, we be this, we be that. that. But he was saying like, even when you look at phonetically the language that was connected to us and how, you know, the Southern Rednecks were the ones who were called ghetto at first. They were the Mm -hmm. ones who were considered to be intolerable because we had a higher literacy rate, right? We were more civilized in environments, but those were the ones that were, you know, uh, uh, um, thrown aside and discarded, you know, by the higher so-called sophisticated society. But he those were the, the people we were around were the most. Around the most yeah. So we took on those habits, yes. our, our speaking habits, acting habits, eating yeah.
1: habits, we black rednecks. movements, yeah.
2: black rednecks. yeah. But we are so proud of culture, but we don't know the roots of it and how most of our culture from our slang and ebonics you understand me stems from our connection between uh, our, rednecks our and slave masters. Our proxy to
1: our oppressor.
2: Our proxy to the lower class of our oppressor society, and which right. was why when you go talk, you go, you know, you watch uh, Fred Hampton, how he was able to mobilize, right. right? Because what he realized is that yo, all of us us down here in the ghetto are seeing right. the same Similar. by those at the higher class. Right. When we start voicing our issues and problems. It's going to be the exact across the board. They treat us a certain way because how we speak, how we talk, how we dress, our education, right, our our level of money. The whole nut. Right.
1: He was speaking to the commonality of the classes. Yeah. Martin Luther King started speaking to the commonality of the classes. Right. With his poverty movement, Malcolm X was showing uh, 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 an ability, or you know, that he may go about speaking about the commonality of of the classes. Right. Yeah. Human rights, so now you're talking about uh, stratus, you're talking about classes, right? You know, and and this is the game that's being played. So under the disguise of quote unquote racism, so they like, oh, we don't want you talking about this. Right, the observation of race, which is a very low level observation. Yeah, that's a low level conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's very hard to differentiate, right? Because they're operating off of a lie, same way that we operating off of a lie. Go
2: take a... upper class black person, super bougie, right? In that class and see how he treats a poor class white person. It's gonna be the same way you're gonna treat a poor class black person. You -hmm. understand me? Because it had nothing to do with your skin color at that point. I'm of a different class. I'm not a part of your race at this point. That's the way a person starts to believe within themselves that I've
1: graduated from this. Right. The the, the, the difference with them, The the European that is being overlooked that is the one that is global. The acronyms for him is weird. Mm. Western educated, independent, rich, and democratic. Mm. Right, and he creates weird science. Mm. That was another movie that they grew up us on. So Western educated, independent, right, rich, and democratic. That's not the hillbilly. That's not the that's not the M and M's of the world. That's these people are totally forgotten. These are more so, you know, your leftists and your liberals and your WASP and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Um, and their global reset and everything else that we can see is clearly, you know, showing that there's a class war. It's not a race war. No. They're destroying the lower class. They're destroying the middle class. Here's the and, look, and look at who storm the Capitol.
2: Look at look right. at the militias that were formed to go against government. Why? Because they feel like them as a group of class of people have been oppressed.
1: Right. They feel right. They felt threatened from a class standpoint. They're speaking about labor, right? They're speaking about um population mm-hmm. regeneration. Right. You feel me? So these things are class issues. They're not necessarily they they may observe them from a racial prism to say, oh, this particular class of people or race of people are replacing us, but they're speaking about the ability for them to maintain a particular quality of life. Which is also why right? politics is such an illusion, because
2: if you wanted to create parties, you would create parties based on a class of people who have the same problems. You understand me? Not just across all spectrums and say, I'm a Republican or Democrat or Independent. No, well, this Republican may be you know, in a completely different tax bracket. Eat, live in different jurisdictions and tax brackets this person may be a poor redneck, you know, but y'all both consider yourself to be Republican or Democrat. But if you created it to say that, yo, I'm a, but you know, the only difference is when a person goes to another class and they jump into another field, but it would at least be more equal in terms of representation. But when Mm -hmm. the moment that you can get people from thinking race-based to class-based, the people have more of a reality check to where they actually are, and their interaction and reaction with the government and issues, problems, policies, and things that they face on a normal everyday basis. And you start to observe a little higher than that brother got black skin. I don't like him. He can't do this, that, and the third. Because I promise you, a lot of times, the way, and this is what a lot of poor white class, they can understand like, yo, why y'all treat him like a nigga? I feel that same way of how I'm treated by my own people. So right. when they listen to hip hop music, they say, in certain music, yo, I get this because this is the sounds of the ghetto, which are relating and hitting on the same tenets, points, and principles that I face and deal with on my
1: daily basis. Country comes out of blues, right? So it's it's the same expression. They're singing in their music the same thing that they observed us going through because we were going through it in proximity. Um, Whiteness as a status is something that was created, you know, relatively, you know, not too long ago in the Mm eighteen hundreds. So the Irish were considered white niggas. Mm. The Jews were not considered, quote unquote, white at all. So the, the Irish did not get accepted into whiteness until after the New York City draft riots, right? When melanated people started rebelling. Um, well, should I say, Irish started rebelling about getting drafted to go to war to have to fight for melanated people. So they started attacking melanated people in New York. And once the dominant society observed this, they was like, "Oh, they, they put in that work. Right, right? We need y'all to be over here and now overlord them. Watch them over here in terms of police or fireworkers, firefighters and things of that nature. So they slowly brought them in and they changed their status by changing their, they changed their class by changing their status. Mm, you, know, you know what I'm saying?
2: That, that gets me thinking on another point as well, just the fact that since most of the things that we agree to you know, it's like, let's say capitalism. Capitalism can only work for a group of people who have certain personality types engineered a certain way to go get it. You understand me? But everybody else, and let's say, as we look at the statistics and numbers, there's a reason why there's only a certain amount of millionaires. Because there's a certain amount of people who society has set up based on their personality type and the way that they think to thrive. And everybody else may subscribe to that way of life, but based on the way that, you know, your type of intelligence or your type of personality or your speciality and skills naturally, you will never thrive in this, but you agree to right. it not knowing that it was never set up
1: for you. Right. Your learning type dictates that you learn a particular way, but if I'm only teaching you to be a worker, you know what I'm saying? But let's say your learning type is you're, you're left center, you're creative, you need to learn by me drawing on a wall. You've never got into your learning. Right. So, your developmental dysfunction is that you only, you know what I'm saying? I, I got you over here playing my game. You dig what I'm saying? And then you 12 years a slave into it. It's, it's, it's the same structure if you look at
2: NFL or NBA. All of these people that have a, a certain genetic phenotype built a certain way, mm-hmm. you understand me? Um, they range in a higher possibility of being able to go to the NFL or the NBA, but we know that the numbers of people who actually go is very small compared to the thousands and hundreds of thousands of young boys and women that want to be in these professional fields. Mm-hmm. But you cast a wide net and you allow everybody to dream of being in something that they could never be. There's only a small percentage of people, like I said, that who actually could be there. Then right. there's certain people who break past certain mental barriers to where they force themselves into places because their mind has that much intelligence.
1: Right. Where they understand the sweet science of it. But they understand they that, that that's one out of 10,000, they told you that in Django. So they like, look, there's gonna be a few of them that figure this thing out and break from the pack, you know what I'm saying, and get into this particular bag, we got a little spot. So they like, right. it could be a walk on, we got a little spot for you over here. But society <laughs> not set up for the rest of the people nah.
2: to condition them to what they're good at so that their strengths are what they actually go after. Because a lot of people, you may have the same dream as somebody where that's their strength and that's your weakness, right? And so you would think in a different modified society that it would be set up in a manner to where people are gravitating to things that are connected to their strengths. So now their dream is connected to their strength. But some people have dreams connected to their weakness. Mm. So therefore, You got a goal let's say in entrepreneurship that requires you to think logistically in a certain way but that's your actual weakness right let's say that you know you 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 think that you're musically inclined you want to be a rapper but that may be your actual weakness but it's what you see and inspire because that's what the people around you are successful at so you have to learn to redefine and remodify society in different ways where a person's human design is What they go after, and this is why knowledge of self is first important. Sure, I was about to say, when you comprise the schools and the universities, to where a person like school should be first, the basis of school should be classes to where it's all about learning yourself to optimize your understanding of who you are and your strengths and weaknesses. Nobody should graduate high school only knowing whether they get a 3.0 or 4.0 or they you know, made whatever honors role, but they don't know themselves. Am I good at spatial intelligence, music intelligence, linguistic intelligence? They don't know none of these things about themselves. Right. You should have a full so, breakdown of your design so, chart, and that should help dictate your pathway. So
1: the travesty is that we're sitting on the edge of our seats, biting our nails, right, caught up in our emotions, whether, you know, um, little Timmy gonna make it home from school or not. Right. And he's going to learn garbage. Garbage. Right? But he's in the pro He's in... He's in... You know, he's in the line of bullets. Right? There's a possibility that he I might not make it home. I my first shooting at school. Right? But he gotta go and learn things that's gonna make him developmentally dysfunctional. Right? And that fits for society. And he runs the threat of getting killed. hmm Right? So, we gotta do better. Because... What you're talking about is necessary and needed, but who's going to teach it? Mm. You feel me? So the metaverse that I'm building now is an earn to learn, you know, modality where we game we gamify the hero's journey, and people are now incentivized to learn these things about themselves, right? Yeah, Yeah, you're rewarded to get into you, right, and to learn you on any and every aspect that you can master self. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's going to give you. The power you powering up your avatar in these spaces and these places, and then you realize that you yourself are the um, most stable asset class. You know what I'm saying? We we we're, we're so confused. We we're, we're chasing somebody else's um, observation of how the game is played. Mm-hmm. So these things are just like sparks out of our minds. NFTs and right. moments, memories, and memorabilia. That's how I classify NFTs. But you are the beacon of light that all of these thoughts, ideas, and moments come from. So why not see yourself as the generator, yeah, the of IP. currency, and assets?
2: A lot of people are mad at the fact that the NFT market is down, but I'm not. The NFT market is supposed to be down because of the way that it was built up the hype in the first place. Yeah. In my first interviews, I said that you know I want the market to crash because that's when you have to prove out the actual value right. of the underlying technology. Right. The system itself has to crash, where people can prove their own underlying value of who they are as a human being. Right. There's unfortunately, and this is why I don't really regard people as being special in so many ways, because you just happen to be born in a society that catered towards your strengths. and the other person happened to be born in a society that did not cater to their strengths, it catered to their weaknesses. So whether you have somebody that has great memorization technique in school and you get good grades does not mean there's any semblance that you are better than the other student who did not. Because they may be greater at doing a multitude of other different other things, things than right. you that are not metrics of value. Right. So this is where we go into, and this is where I challenge all my peers and all the educators around the world that when you develop out these courses, when you are teaching and you are educator. You have a responsibility if somebody's paying you for this knowledge, development in a way where you are developing the student. Right? Like that's why I start with learning how to learn. That's learning why to learn. we have the personality test, we have the ACES test. We have so many different things. Because along this way, you are going to become a better person, a more developed, optimized, performing person. Performing. And what this more is going effective to do, and more efficient, right? The more you know yourself, the more you know how to place yourself. Mm-hmm. Because people are placing themselves in positions that they can never be successful in. They at. don't belong. Right. And this is how you structure the family. If the family knows, if you got a chart, you should have a file on the family. This is like, okay, my son's one through five. This is how his brain works. This is how we learn it. So, therefore, you're not just telling them, oh, you should be a lawyer or you should be this, you should go to school and this. You can actually give them guidance based on their framework, their mental and biological framework. Their proficiency. Their proficiency, because this is what they right. do when you go the FBI, CIA, NSA. They take they all of these you. tests yeah. to know who you are, and where you will be best placed.
1: With your shrimps, right.
2: Right, and the, the companies are doing the same thing now. They have more data on you than your parent will ever know. So they're studying you conclusively to understand what are your likes and your dislikes. And now imagine if that same work was utilized to help benefit people's life rather than just capitalism right instead right. of trying to get you to just buy how about i'm doing this to help you become a better producer and this is where we reverse and we add righteousness into these systems to so where we can modify our behavior towards better nation building because a bigger issue is that when if, if we had an algorithm in a super quantum machine to be able to look at all the black minds Understand who should be placed in what category. We can easily start saying that, yo, you should be in this part of the world. You should be over here. You should be doing this job. You should be a part of this intelligentsia. And uh, this is the mind frame that I'm putting that out in the universe that we are building out. Now that we're going to that we're building out, because
1: we have to start reshaping people it's, based it's, on where they need to be. It's built. It's built. Just call forward the pieces of it. You know what I'm saying? It's built. It's already mm-hmm. here. Um twenty-seven cubes form a Rubik's. So you, you should pull in those 27 scientists. And I think that if we have um, problems that are unsolvable to this day as a community and as a society, um, why not put it to a computer? Why not throw it to AI? Why not throw it to a quantum computer to see what the algorithm says at this point, right? Once we install our mind in the machine, right? Once we spiritualize matter, which is the machine, and put our mind into it. We also can put in these quote-unquote problems with just these are just equations, and these computers can now calculate and say, you know, based on my assessment, you need to do this. That's what it is. It's me? just a test. So again, yeah, utilizing machines to become better humans is, you know, what what, what I'm focusing on to create what's called a super sapien, mm. right? A person who has, uh, because I'm going to tell you what they're attempting to do with AI, they're attempting to edge out God. Because when you change the probability factor to automation, if you don't have probability, who needs God? God only exists when probability exists. You're praying because you don't know the outcome, Mm. right? But if the outcome is predetermined, guess what? You don't need God no more. Mm, so neat. this is a, a play, their final play, you know what I'm saying? On those who was created from the mind of God, this is now their final play to outwit God by utilizing their mind to create an externalized mind. In a time when man himself is coming up against the challenge of a lifetime, which is he's coming into contact with machines, and the main question remains, will man mount machine or will machine mount man? That's key. Right. You know,
2: I want to I wanna interject there and we can close out in a second. Okay. When we think about technology, everybody, not all people agree with understanding the metaverse and blockchain and technology and utilizing it. I can tell you this for a fact, that those who are already in power are going to use it to maintain or increase power.
1: Why well, wouldn't they? Right?
2: I can tell you that for a fact that you don't have anything to lose because you already don't have anything. So for me, when we're talking about utilizing technology and resources and becoming more efficient and productive and creating our own, there's no reason why we shouldn't use these systems that come. But the problem is, is that most people don't think of, how would I tailor this for our liberation? They only think in thoughts and patterns of, This is how they're going to use it to keep us oppressed. But every time I learn something, I think about how this can be used as a tool and a resource. So my brain is going to framework it completely different than the other person. They only seeing it from one angle. And so to be an angel for a person is to give them a whole new perspective to be
1: like, yo, let's see it from this way, because this is actually how we save ourselves. Right. So if you turn something just one degree, you've changed it. So even 440 hertz, if you change it to 441, you've changed the whole dynamic, you know what I'm saying? So you you, you don't have to go through a 180 degree change for it to be substantiated. You don't have to change 360 for you to change something. One degree changes something. So in this conversation, people are gonna have an opportunity to think different. Why? Because we allowed them access to a whole different perspective. So they like, oh, I just see this thing different right. this way, right? And again,
2: the, but it, it, and isn't that the kind of quintessential idea of an angel when they show it in a movie an angel come out of nowhere and they say something to you right. and give you a word and you was like, oh on man. an angle of light. such an right, angel.
1: They pop up on an angle of light and he drops something to you. Almost like a mineral. You was mineral deficient. It, like it, that it, gold, yeah, water, it locked man, in you that one mineral. And right now there. I can access, right? Oh, I get it now. I changed this, boop, and my whole reality changed. That's that's that is right? the formula like of this. dropping the key on somebody. That's dropping the key. You feel me? And um, you know, this is what high level observation and conversations are about. Again, the ability, right? High tides lift boats. Stimulating lift bolts, the mind. They like oh I, I I get it I can see it that's why analogy is so important you know implanting a picture in somebody's mind you feel me and the reason they say words or worlds is because you can see what I'm saying that's a super fact you feel me you can see what I'm saying and that 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 particular mental configuration has the ability to change a person's whole outlook I see
2: and through right pictures. I see through vision. Everything I create and frame and when I, I have to explain it in analogies because I have to build a picture in your mind. Right. So you can see what I see. Right. And that's my whole thing. Everybody doesn't do and see through pictures. But that's my every time I get a thought, I have to add a visual representation in some yes. form, way or manner. And the way I explain that is for you to get that same vibrational feeling. Right. So
1: that you can architect the same picture. Once again so that I can impart yeah. visions. You're you're locking in your concepts to geometry. And you are, as a, as a um, you know architect, you're transferring that particular geometry to somebody else's mind so they can build crystal palaces and see these particular things. The game that we are countering or going against is the fact that we know the adversary at any and all time wants to control the narrative, right? Because if they can control the narrative, you are always observing the world out of their eyes, mm-hmm. right? You're not even observing the world through your eyes connected to your brain, which connects you right, to this particular you know, frequency. No, you're watching the world almost like how uh, in Dark Crystal, the lady plucked the eye out and she had an eye in her hand. we watching the world through somebody else's yeah. eyes attached to a brain that's calcified. If I only give right? you a
2: certain type of ingredients, you can only make a certain type of dish. Right.
1: So that observation cannot see, but so far, because... It's calcified. The pineal is not fully activated. You are not seeing into the darkness. You was talking about earlier making, and this is what they say in the the, the book, we have to make um, light conscious of itself and dark conscious of itself as well because darkness is just another spectrum of light. You know what I'm saying? It's just a void, but it's another spectrum of light. And when we are engaging and people's um, you know, biophosphorous lights are going off in their head with these visuals that we are imparting by way of these conversations, we're making darkness conscious of itself, right? Cause the light and the images that they see in their mind is is they're seeing it. Just cause they don't physically see it, they're still seeing it. Just like when we go to sleep, we are observing and making observation of things that are super lucid. Where you like, shit, not only did I see it, I seen the it, it That's a fact. I seen it in different colors. I felt it. You know what I'm saying? It was real. I came back with piece of it on me. You dig what I'm saying? Dream walking, so, man. You jump in
2: and grab. Yeah, so, I grab know? stuff from dreams all the time that I utilize in real life. There are certain conversations I've had in I my know, dreams. I know you do. That I ponder upon to this day on what they mean, and it actually helped me navigate. I actually, use the piece. I was having a conversation with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in of my dream. Dope. And he told me something. Dope. And so, and, and I pondered upon what that meant for a very long time. Uh-huh. You know, and yesterday I was faced with somebody saying something of similar semblance. But now that I've already been through the iteration right. of that thought so many times, that I had a whole lot of experience in dealing with that right. particular manner. So when I did with that individual, people was like, yo, you dealt with that amazingly. Because, you know, I've been through a whole nother dimension where I got experience Pre- from that. you
1: prepared for it.
2: And, you know, the Brother Jabril, uh, who's far kind of right hand man, you understand me, um, and, and he was, you know, close to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad as well,
3: mm-hmm.
2: say that, you know, when Honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan visits you, it's like, it's real. You understand mm-hmm. me? Because you got to think about the many times where you have a dream about Malcolm X or Honorable Elijah Muhammad or Marcus Garvey. You don't have dream about certain figures too many times that people tell me I'm always in their dream. You too. I be I, be, yeah. I be in the astral plane. And I be behaving smart. myself. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I be. There. You know what I mean? They be like, oh. They always say I'm there helping.
2: Yeah. 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 He was, so. And I'll be in and out, but that don't mean we got a connection.
1: No, I'm just it, No, it don't. It don't mean. Relax. No matter what's being told, we ain't not married. Calm down. Yeah, relax. Yeah. That was not th- that. wasn't the That wasn't that. Was, you yeah.
2: had a low level observation of <laughs> what you thought was interpreted anyway. Wrong dimension. Peace family 19 keys tapping in. And this episode is brought to you by Goldwater. Now, sleep is probably the one most important thing that a human being can do. I know people used to tell you, come on now, entrepreneurs don't sleep and things of that nature. Don't listen to that. That's complete bullcrap. You need your rest, right? Now, the importance is that the universe has, or nature itself, has aligned the body, right, with a circadian rhythm. At 10 o'clock, we naturally are supposed to stop eating and our body starts to secrete a fluid, making us tired, right? Known as melatonin. Those who have heard of this understand this. We often disrupt that process because we have uh, artificial lights, blue lights within the day. And by the time we go to sleep, we never get into that deep, deep beta delta wave sleep right now this is not good you want to get into that deep REM sleep because at night what happens while you're sleeping your body is resting and regenerating processing all the information from the day your cells are going there healing your body is digesting the food clearing out your colons and the rest of your body so when you wake up you're clear and you're operating at optimal function now one of the issues in society today is a lot of people don't dream when they do dream they don't dream in color right or when they do dream they don't have lucid dream and a lucid dream is when the dreamer realizes they're dreaming that means that you have power over your subconscious faculties the same way you have power in the lucid dream when you can control everything in your reality it's the same way you can have power in a lucid woke state but the lucid dream allows you to be able to figure out complex ideas and things that's going on in your own life and take control over it Right. But everybody doesn't even know how to operate in that standard of reality that every human being has the possession to be able to tap inward to. We have great testimonials when it comes to gold waters that our customers and our clients are always coming back and saying, yo, I had my first deep dream in a long time. I've had great sleep. So sometimes I would take gold water right before I go to sleep. Also take it when I wake up in the rising. So, it gives me that energy, it gets me started. I take it on an empty stomach 30 seconds before I eat anything in my stomach, and I take it at night. So, it helps me secrete that melatonin, that electrify my brain, tapping into that third eye, decalcifying my pineal gland. So, by the time I wake up, I am abundant, I am refreshed, I am ready to go, as all human beings should. Listen, I don't know what you're doing right now, but make sure you get a great night's sleep so you can wake up refreshed and then do it on the go and see if you're more in that electrical mode. Tap in. Oh. Um, <laughs> I love that. So, but anyway, man, to that point though, man. You know, being able to Utilize that state where you lucid dream or just dreams, period, and mm-hmm. interpret that. But find a good meaning, I think, is the key. Because most people think of things in nightmares and dreams. I only think of it in dreams. I think that oftentimes there's just a lesson that you are supposed to learn and the angle of thought you're supposed to get. And if you think about how do I squeeze you know, uh, something good out of this, then you're right. always going to look at it from a certain angle to say, how can I loop this around and utilize it? But if you're looking at it for it to be something negative, that's draining, that you can't use, and that was a blockage, then you're going to look at it from that angle. And I always choose the angle of goodness. I always choose the angle of alchemization,
1: right, for manifestation and execution. Yeah. And I want to say that you know this 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 build, you really, because I haven't identified it enough, but we've really been talking about alchemy, 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 alchemy. You know what I'm saying? Even like when I was speaking about the body as a lab, you know, the body as a lab is responsible for the alchemical process of turning lead into gold. Mm -hmm. You know, and lead can be a lot of different things in our life. Lead can be heavy thoughts. Lead can be sins, shit that's heavy on your heart. Lead could be all the way heavy metals to the physical, you know, poison that we are, you know, chemtrails and you know what I'm saying. The metals in the food and for other people, the shots and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Leg could be self-doubt, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, you know what I'm saying? All of these things, you're responsible as an alchemist to turn them into gold. Gold can be found in the solar plexus, which is your third chakra responsible for courage and will. This is all about the willpower. Do you have the ability to generate the necessary energy, the thought, the idea? and manifest it, right? Bring it into the material plane, because you said what? Everything exists twice, right? But it's a process that it takes. It exists in the mind, and then you gotta bring it and give birth reality. to it, you know what I'm saying? Precepts And concepts. that takes willpower. So what we're observing in public, especially with our particular, our people, black men in particular, is that they lack willpower, right? They're being destroyed in their lower three chakras dealing with the root being disrupted by way of the home many of them being born into single parent homes or you know places that they're not getting the necessary foundation to build skyscrapers from and then some level of sexual abuse or some level of sexual introduction or orientation at a younger age because when the mama's not home root you know what i'm saying it leaves the child somewhat vulnerable sacral and then coming into the um, solar plexus, the is not there because he's dealing with, you know what I'm saying, the shit that he ain't deal with, mm-hmm. you feel me, with that trauma that happened over there, right? And then he shuts off his heart for talking crazy with his throat or running game, you know what I'm saying? And then these, these higher faculties are just not accessible, mm. right? Now he out here pimping. Yeah. Pushing lots, them pimping yeah. and samping.
2: And, and and so you know I want to end the conversation here, um, as we went through a lot of different things, and I like how you put the alchemy spin on it because you know we talk about talked about crystals and all of these different things that you use, and all of it is to tune you. You understand me to be at your highest vibrational self at all times, whether you're utilizing gold water to electrify that pineal gland. Right. You understand me so that you can increase the lucid dreaming, hand-eye coordination, and different things where you tapping into one of the bowls and. You know, you're hearing one of them. Hold on, we gotta get a bigger sound than that. You understand me? And you putting yourself on a higher frequency, but also allowing you to be able to tune in to the moment, which is a key thing. Whether after this and you've been spending this much time blue light watching us, you go outside and go look at the sun a little bit. You know what I mean? Go, Go find somewhere where you can step on grass and ground yourself. Whether you're meditating, chanting, praying, right, Uh, reading, whatever it may be, there has to be some sort of practice induction into your life that is helping you optimize yourself into that state of godliness, right? Society has not created uh, itself in a manner to help you optimize your best self. It's only set up for certain people to be at the top. So you have to create your own reality on where you can be at the top. And the only way to do that is to where you have to live above the state of this existence into a higher plane, where you get to utilize the greatest nation on the planet Earth, which is the imagination, to produce your own reality. Because when I want something done, I have to start within self, then bring it outward, right? I use this story when I was talking on stage at Recession Proof, I say, listen, and I heard this at a TED talk, it's not mine, I give credit where credit to But the brother was saying, he say, there was a story of a man looking for his keys and man lost his keys and they seen the man outside his house and a woman walked up and she was like, what you doing out here? He said, I'm looking for my keys. And so she like, where did you lose them? He said, I lost them inside my house. She said, well, why the hell aren't you looking inside your house? He said, well, it's dark in there. (laughs) And she was like, huh? And It speaks to how human beings don't want to go and find the solutions and the keys where they are because it's hard. So you start looking outside yourself. You start looking outside the very place where it exists because you feel like it's easier. Oh, there's light out here. No, you have to go where the source is. And anytime you start looking outside yourself for validation, for greatness, for godliness, for perfect, for perfection, for realization, for any of those things, you are already lost and you will never be connected to the source needed to where you should be in position to place yourself into exaltation. So, I appreciate you being here, my good brother. Because I think we went through all of the chakras and all of the frequencies.
1: Oh, <laughs> it, it was still things we ain't hit on. Shout out to Mama Pill. Yeah. Shout out to Red Pill. Yeah. Shout out to KT. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Sabi Elijah. You uh, know yeah. all of the ancestors we gotta give. We might have to do a
2: part to. part two of my brother. This is yeah. Doctor Sabi's stepson his mother was yeah. married to dr sebi she was um, the first person on record to cure aids let's put first that person on record. on record to cure he yeah. comes from a family yes. of practitioners of higher consciousness yes. you understand me that have ushered many people into the frequency of thought that have brought many people out the matrix that are teachers and healers and which is a very very rare that the mother and the sons you understand me? Follow that particular path. Yeah. So you all were I met the elder blessed the
1: with a certain the, light to age do that. five and um, Doctor Sebi. Yes, he had an indelible impression on us. Took my mother as a student, and as her cubs, as her children. You know, we were able to observe and watch. You know, somebody um give their life to service mm. to humanity, and continue that service. You know, to this day upholding that particular legacy, and just to see the fruits of it, you know, see the brother Yaqui sit here at, in an interview and say, you know, this was his beginning. And I was just like, just, you know, just, yeah. just so proud of, of the sacrifice because like you said, you know, this comes out of darkness. What I mean by that is, you know, there was only a time when this many people knew about it. Mm. You feel me? It, it wasn't it an wasn't a, a international global conversation, but they held the charge, they held the frequency Even if it was one person in the audience, they showed up to teach and to serve, you know, and we have, um, as a society, benefited immensely from it, and um, yeah, um, we're honoring the work of our ancestors by unifying, you know, by bringing these forces together and showing that, um, you know, the best way that we can make sense of a particular situation is to show you know, unity and force. So I'm, I'm always honored, you know, to be on this journey, um, to, to observe your transformation into the number one thought leader in oh, the world. Brother. And you have furnished a platform, you know, such as this that allows high thoughts and high conversations to take place, you know, across a broader spectrum in an audience with people who can now really utilize, because they've, they've mastered the material you feel me? And that is a superpower onto itself. You know, now they have the ability to to put that mastermind in place, put these stars and then these planets in rotation mm-hmm. and really get into that cosmic force that latently exists inside of all of these good people out here. All right? So with that, I want to say peace, love, and light. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Continue the good works. So, my official clothes. <laughs> and nobody closing my show but me. <laughs>
2: I forgot who else tried to close before. But anyway, my brother, I do appreciate you being here. I do appreciate all the angles and dimensions of what we have been through. I do appreciate the crystallization of this conversation. You understand me? And I'm sure that we have cemented this moment into a multiverse, you understand me, of greatness for many people who will be in observant participation you understand me, of these thought waves that we have cemented into their mind in the form of light to decalcify that pineal. Make sure y'all tap in to another High Level Conversations. I'm here with Blue Pill 44. Peace.
3: <laughs>
2: that, was, that was a good one, yeah. I'ma let him get his out. 19 keys, and this is high level
4: conversation.
1: Tap in with the God. This particular conversation was like a trip through the cosmos. We definitely were ascending, you know, through the chakras, going from lower to higher. I felt that particular transition. Um, so I'm sure that people observing this particular program are going to be able to go through that same thing. I want them to walk away knowing though that even though we go all the way to the, the highest of heights, don't be intimidated by those heights. You too can attain this level of access to information. And every journey starts with one step.
2: Yeah, man, you know, Blue Pillar, uh reason I had him on here, he a pillar of the community, he a pillar of the culture, man. He's a pillar of consciousness. He's an encyclopedia in the wealth of knowledge and information um, in all fields and ranges. I know people that Headphone managers, rappers, celebrities, psychologists, doctors, all sort of different people follow the blue pill And they tap into, you know, um, the science in which he teach which is not institutional science You understand me, you are talking about getting to more of that crystalline consciousness to where You're talking about utilizing some of the occult methods, you understand me, and utilizing some of that gnosis and that higher knowledge um, And that brother is an adept in the school of higher consciousness So. I just i i wanted to have people understand that you know you may look at one person because um let's say what they talk about all day is financial literacy right and in this structure of america and it's a capitalist society of course financial literacy is going to resonate this this is the greatest movement that we've seen of it financial literacy but at the same time we have to have financial consciousness we have to have higher consciousness because If we get money without righteousness, you understand me, then we're going to become devils because of the way that we're going to use it. And it can be used against us as a tool to become our God. And I think that this brother is constantly reminding us to think outside the matrix. You understand me? I always say that, and I think this is a perfect way to describe Blue Pill in this analogy, is that, you know, the box doesn't... Don't think outside the box. Don't think inside the box. The box don't exist. You understand me? And I think that when I get to a roundabout of thinking with Blue Pill, when you try to structure with some of the layers of angles that you've got from you know, um, a traditional education and in institutions, you're going to lose because you're going to be thinking inside the box. And even when you think outside the box, it's only compared to the box itself. But when you remember the box don't exist, then you're tapping into universal law. And that allows you to be able to stream intelligence from places that don't have to be validated because it's verified by the fact that you are the source. So I think that Blue Pill is a curator of that particular stream of thought and consciousness. I've been knowing this brother for years. We travel around the world. We've taught many different people and I've learned a lot from him. You understand me? Um, Just along the way, anytime I talk to him, he reminds me of different parts of things that I'm interested in reality, different things that I've studied, you know, um, as an intellectual, you know, um, as a self-described scholar myself. So I think that blue pill is necessary and especially because, you know, we all living in the matrix. And one of my business partners as well, that I've done some great and terrible business over the years. You know, and, and we know how hard that
1: is to find good business partners because I don't work with a lot of suckers. Initially, when I came into the community, there was no community. So I had to put foundations down. I had to start building out things. Um, building out stages that wasn't necessarily for me. You know what I'm saying? I I was always wanting to find the individuals who were most prepared to do the job that needed to be done. And when I met Keys, you know, he definitely showed the the character of an individual who knew exactly what he came to do. He was on assignment. Uh, He's always uh, been consistent with his word and his intention has been in the right place. And his uh, conversation and demonstration on family, I felt was the most important topic and the most important demonstration. At the time, things that people may have been overlooking, a lot of people were arguing, whether God was a woman or a man or what have you, and not really focusing on the family unit. But you gotta lead by example. So, you know what I'm saying? The, The brother had the ability to demonstrate in real time what it looks like to put your family back in the position of power and I think that that's something that we need to duplicate and replicate throughout our country our nation this world especially the melanated diaspora yeah
2: man I remember when I was uh you know thinking about the idea of Goldwater and um I had put it in the check because it was uh it was during the time when I created a group called shifters co-founded it with my brothers and um I was like yo you know, I did the math on this gold, like, this is it, this is for the people, this is what we need. You know, and nobody hit me back, but Blue Pill hit was like, bro, I'm on that, I'm off. Shit, I'm already into the gold, I've been locked in, you understand me? And so, you know, um, it was magic from there to where we decided to go into business, you know, um, and Blue Pill have been a solid business partner, but at the same time, he is very much educated within that field. Um, He's somebody that already had testimonials in the field. where People knew him for, you know, uh, giving out the gold. And so it made sense to partner with a brother like that because he was already tapped into that field. And so to find people, though, who will, you know, uh, allow you to consistently, every time you talk to him, you will have a high-level conversation. You understand me? It's rare, right? No matter what he's doing at whatever time on the planet Earth, if I have a thought... No matter how out the bounds of reality I may think it is, if I talk to that brother, he's going to be an easy person that validates that thought as real. You understand me? And I think that that's necessary in reality and why a lot of people don't go outside those bounds of, you know, uh, uh, what's accepted because they don't have anybody to accept them. You understand me? And, you know, even putting out an uh, element such as gold as a product, you know, we built it based on the testimonial of, you tell me what it did for you. And we got so many beautiful testimonials from people with all sort of ailments and used it for all sort of modalities um, that now it has become a staple in people' utility within their life and their way of life. Like, you need that gold consistently to keep yourself electrified. That and, of course, the mushrooms that we utilize from the different compounds that help with the brains and the beautiful effects that it has on my people who are trying to consistently you know, re-energize their brain to actually work in a time where we need it the most. Because we are trying to solve a problem that the devils and the mathematicians are trying to continue to keep us yeah, from solving. So it requires us to consistently upgrade our software, our hardware, so that we stay tapped in at all times. You understand me? And I believe that that's what these tools are. You know, they're, they're, they're resources that you can utilize for higher crystalline consciousness. Tap in. Tap in.
1: This is you and yours, Brother Blue Pill Report, live and direct. We are here at High Level Conversations. I'm with your host, Brother 19 Keys. I'm
2: 19 Keys, and this is High Level conversation. You tap in with the guy.